Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What is up, weirdos? It's it's me, your uh, your friend Pete. Do people say that anymore? It seems kind of like old timey radio. It's your friend Pete uh, from this show. Uh, I'm excited about this episode. It's Ian Carmel, Ian Caramel, as I so obviously would call him, Ian Caramel. Uh, Ian and I work together because he opens for Kyle, and then he uh, opened for Kyle Kinane and me uh, last time I was in San Francisco for Cobbs. And he, uh, he, I know I say delight a lot, but I'll try and find another word. He is uh, the happiest, funnest man, and just so, 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 so funny. We hit it off immediately and then got to hang out again, uh, this time in Portland, where we did more shows. Um, By the way, thanks to all the weirdos that came out to San Francisco, especially to the live podcast, and then again to Portland. These were great shows, and then you got to see Ian, which was awesome, I'm sure. Uh, so we got to sit down in my hotel in Portland and uh, and talk. We did it. We did it proper, and we had a lot of fun. So let's get into it. Uh, some tour dates up top. These are going to be quick, because we're running out. We're running out of dates until uh, I know what's happening in my new year. A couple balls in the old air, as they say. But we do know that uh, New York, New York is happening. That's December 21st at the Gramercy Theater. Come see me and other friends from the show doing stand-up at the Gramercy, December 21st, the night the world is supposed to end. Come spend the last night on Earth uh, laughing with fun friends. That'll be a fun way to do it. Here's some new dates. February 1 and 2, I'm going back to San Fran for Sketchfest. Uh, this is the city that we do the most live You Made It Weirds in, apparently, because we're doing one Saturday, February 2nd at Cobbs as a part of Sketchfest. That's going to be awesome. So many great comics are going to be in town. It's just going to be uh, an amazing show, and I really hope people can come out February 2nd at Cobbs. Hope to see uh, people that came out to the last one come out again, see some new people. It's going to be a blast. February 21 through 23, I'm going back to Madison, Wisconsin for Comedy Club on State. Going to be bringing uh, Chris Thayer with me to, to that. Then we're going to Grand Rapids, Michigan for Gilda's Laugh Fest. That's March 9th. Uh, so come check those things out. The sponsor for this is the perfect sponsor for the show, because I love using it, is proflowers.com. All you got to do to appear to be thoughtful is go to proflowers.com. People have flowers, and they think it's so difficult. My mother loves getting flowers. I send my mother flowers for her birthday, Christmas. It comes in. I send them over to Irina. She loves them so much, and and she doesn't even know. She has no idea how easy it is. I go to proflowers.com, and if you type in Holmes into, uh, you click on the microphone, type in Holmes, you get a discount just for being listeners to this show. You get express delivery, you get special uh, a vase. People will throw in a vase. It's not often that people throw in a vase. Maybe when you're buying a mansion that's furnished, they'll be like, you can keep the vase. Or proflowers.com when you type in Holmes in the mic thing. The mic thing. So uh, I don't know if you've uh, gotten everybody on your holiday list. If you're forgetting people, if there are people across the country, if you don't want to deal with the shipping and all that sort of stuff, everybody loves flowers, send them on over. Get them to a loved one. Get them to a family person. And it's a fun way to support the show. It uh, directly supports this program. If you enjoy this always free podcast, go to proflowers.com, buy some stuff. It'll help Katie out because she's been having a hard month. Or you can call 1-800-PRO-Flowers and mention Holmes. And they'll also give you discounts and deals. Again, proflowers.com. Now, enjoy Ian Caramel. Let me know what you think. Weird at Nerdist.com is the email. 
facebook.com slash you made it weird enjoy weirdos hope to see you soon bye do uh, lingonberry syrup what is it low quad low quad swing set low quad syrup bitch low quad syrup bitch <laughs> you already know it's low quad syrup bitch it's never been said before <laughs> we've also never used this mic before I hope this sounds okay I hope so you know it's like you can't hear your voice coming through it I love the voice coming through it. I know. <laughs> this is hilarious. Okay, so this is this is I feel like I have to say this is you made it weird. What a what a weird what a weird idea. <laughs> I have to say that this is the show because we're in my hotel. Welcome back to You Made It Weird. Ah! <laughs> Today our story in three parts. I can't do a really good iron glass. Today our story in three parts. In three parts. Panic. <laughs> Act one. Panic. Panic. What happens when a child who is Quaker goes to a school that's only half Quaker. <laughs> oh my god. They use the soundtrack from Fantastic Mr. Fox a lot. Oh, I'm sure they it's do. It's always playing the Mr. Fox Of course soundtrack. they do. Every the, the color palette of This American Life and Mr. Fox is the is same. the same color palette. It's the exact same thing. It links up like South America and Africa. Snuggly uh, <laughs> little super content. If you watch Fantastic Mr. Fox while listening to NPR, it's called Pangea. <laughs> You want to come over Friday with Pangea? Oh, Pangea. Oh, Pangea. I don't know if that voice offended anybody. Because we're in Portland and people are pretty easily offended here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely easily offended. I noticed that. And a lot of rep, a lot, a lot of getting offended for other people. That's yeah, well, that's what it is. That's the thing. Like, the main the kind of lumber and then getting offended for other people. Uh, and then tech. I think yeah, that's the economy. The joke, well, well, you and I met in San Francisco. San Francisco. Which is also a sensitive place. Very sensitive. And now we're in Portland and yeah. it's, it's differently sensitive. It is differently. They, you know, although I've, I've been making a joke which is a somewhat obvious joke maybe for Portland which is that I've been playing the game Who's Homeless? Yeah. <laughs> it is very hard to yeah. tell. And I'm sure, I'm sure everybody that comes to town makes that joke. But then the more I walk around the more I'm kind of like Oh, there are like a lot of. It's a fan. There's a lot of people who go who are like freegans. You know what I? Freegans. Freegans. Where they're they're gonna dumpster dive. They go behind the Whole Foods every night and just pull out like whatever's back there. Freegans. They just yeah. got it. Freegans. So I they just got it. They're free vegan. They're not even vegan. They'll eat anything, anything that's back there. Yeah, it could be like yeah, like wagyu beef. They're gonna eat it out of the dumpster uh, as long as it's free. As long as it's free, and they very well may have plenty of money, but they're still gonna wear the same like pair of Vans from middle school where their toes are blowing out of it and everything. Uh, yeah. It's a weird place. It's a lot. And they're going to sleep in a crash pad with nine other banjo players. Uh, like, it's the same thing. There's a lot of that here. But it's a wonderful place. We were just we were just at a guitar shop. What was that called? Old Town Music. Old, we were just at Old Town Music. And 11th they, and Ankeny. 11th and what? 11th and Ankeny. It's yeah, you got a lot of weird streets. And yeah. The, and the whole Northwest stuff is very confusing. It's an old, it's an old, like, it's an old, like, shipping town. I was just going to, I was going to interrupt you and go, it's an old, old shipping it's an old town. Sh- it really is an it old is. shipping town. Portland's got, like, a kind of a, kind of a weird, shady history. Like, everybody for the last 10, 20 years knows it as, like, this kind of hip place. Where you're, oh, Elliot Smith was from there, you know. Yeah, what, he is was, he? Yeah, he's from Portland. Huh? Uh... Didn't die here though, right? Right. Where did he die? In L.A., I think. Yeah, that's where you go to die. die. (laughs) (laughs) But like, but like before that, it was like this weird, like uh, a lot of like, uh, like there was Shanghai. What's that? They're like where uh, you'd be in a bar and then you'd wake up on a ship that you were working on. (laughs) 
tunnels. There's a series of tunnels called the Shanghai Tunnels where they would, like, in between all these bars and, like, to the ports and everything. Uh, Oregon used to be, like, a terribly racist place, too. Really? It's weird that it has this, like, new reputation. Well, maybe that's why it's, it's, it's uh, what's that called? Compensating. It's overcompensating. I think it's totally overcompensating. When's Bossing going to start doing that? I don't think. As soon as Larry Bird dies. Uh, uh, once the bird is flown, the, the, that's when we, we love Robert Parrish again. Big <laughs> 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 Chief will be welcome back with opener. Then once the last shovel of dirt is thrown on Larry Bird, <laughs> all these roughnecks in Boston will nod to each other silently. And they know. Work. They know what that means. <laughs> We're preparing. So people got shanghai Yeah. It really, it, it's like... It's Why would you work? Ta- they would kill you if you didn't. Well, you were on a ship. So like, you had you to, like, do? maintain the ship. You have to, well, you, what, are you going to jump off? You know, you're on a ship, and, like, you know, the people that have weapons, and you don't. So I think that's what would happen, and you would, like, and then, then you'd be back here eventually. I never, they would drop you back? You'd come back. Yeah, or in America, at least, yeah. Shanghai. They'll drop Shanghai. you. The best we can do is somewhere in Don't America. Be in America. <laughs> it's like we get bumped off a flight. Like we, we can get you to New York, but you have to go to Oakland, Dallas, Minneapolis. Yeah. Oh my God, that's another one of those things. Like we complain about a flight getting like. Yeah. I went to Newark instead of JFK. You used to get go to a bar and wake up. Right. Oh, Singapore! All of a sudden, and not fun new Singapore. Like yeah, old, old Singapore. scary Singapore, old opium den Singapore. Well, there's there's something about this town that uh, Portland. I mean, that has that feel. Has that like uh, I love the architecture so yeah. much. It reminds me of the East Coast. Sure. You got the slanted roofs for the snow and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, for the rain. Very rare. Snows here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's white enough. That's right. My friend Dan Coffin was like, "I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a catchphrase, and it's zingagoo." <laughs> and I haven't thought about that in a decade. And I made that joke. It's back. It, it, it's back. It's back. It's McRib, baby. Zingagoo. I said that last night. Remember? It's McRib, baby. Someone did yeah. Borat. We were outside the club, yeah. and they were like, "Sorry, I shouldn't have done Borat." And I was like, "No." Nah, Man, that's McRib. It's McRib. It's back for a limited time. <laughs> It'll go away. You got again. six weeks to bore it. Boy, you good. I'm excited for next March when we can do Austin Powers again. Is he coming back? No, that's just when we're all going to do it. Oh, that's going to be. That's going to be with us, man. They are making another one. They, they are? are making another one. Yeah, but we don't need them. To don't green light. No, there was it's a time. There was a time when it was genuinely funny. To go, yeah, baby. Oh, it was great. It would kill. Yeah, absolutely. Smart, funny people smart did that. The cream of the crust. Smart. David funny. Cross was <laughs> somewhere going like, shagadelic. <laughs> <laughs> And people in plaid were standing ovation. <laughs> yes! Yes! He had it on a notepad. Ah, yeah, baby. Ah, and it was towards the bottom of that list. Closed. It was a closer. Closed with, closed with whatever I want to do. Gosh. From Napoleon Dynamite. Ah, gosh. Whatever I want to do. Ah. You know what happened? When I saw Napoleon Dynamite, I fucked up. Because I saw it. After everyone was like, so funny, yeah. so funny, and everyone was quoting it at school, and yeah. I hated it. Yeah. When I went and saw it just with a scowl on my face the whole time. Never gave it a fair shot. It's a hard thing when you go and see a movie that everybody loves already, mm-hmm. and then you'll, and you'll just go with, it, with a chip on your shoulder. Absolutely. I was thinking about that in terms of our shows here. 
you know, I, I don't know. The, the, we had a weird show, late show last night. Yeah. And sometimes I look out, and it's often the guys that aren't into it. Like a lot of arms crossed, the yeah. defensive posturing. And it's yeah. and, and I think we've talked about this on the show before. The idea that there's something a little bit violating that to, to make someone's girlfriend laugh. Absolutely, <laughs> oh, definitely. Especially where a lot of guys they think like that's their in. Or that is their in. Ask funny. ten guys. Yeah. Seven of them are going to say it was their sense of humor. Absolutely. That got Ken's them. so funny. He's yeah. Some, he's, he'll quote Austin Shagadelic. Even though it's not March yet. He, he doesn't oh, care. He, he doesn't came care. Up, he came up to me and said, yeah, baby, let's shag. And we've been dating since. When was that? The 90s? That was last that summer. That was last summer. That was June. <laughs> it was June. Oh, and you do you go in and it, it's almost it's it's almost, it's just you just whip you whip a big funny dick out yeah and the guy has to sit there like does she still like my funny dick yeah. oh that's my a weird very aggressive dick. way to put it Ooh, that's it's a weird but it kind of is that same that's the bit you helped me write sensation. backstage yeah it worked it worked yeah. okay it worked all right, all right. Yeah. remember we were talking about how I've never gotten sorry to, why am I apologizing this is the podcast yeah. on stage you have to apologize right. on the podcast you can say whatever you want I've never gotten an erection in a strip club and, yes. and here in Portland we went we went to Strip club. We went to the strip. We went to Mary's. Yeah. We went to Mary's, and I really like. I like the strip clubs here a lot. They're, they're fun. It's they're a very fun. different energy than your standard strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking about how yeah. Hannibal, right? Was Hannibal it? wants to go. I can't do Han- no, Hannibal. No, no, yeah. I wasn't saying <laughs> do it. People are like Hannibal. How come you go to the rap strip club? It's because <laughs> I like to see big asses in my face. <laughs> he doesn't. He yeah. likes. He thinks the girls here are too regular looking, and, and I that's, guess that's a that's the appeal. That's a, that's the appeal. That's the uh, a complete. You can picture that person reading a Kindle. Absolutely, <laughs> they were, they'll be off stage. Like, they're like I'm not going to do lap dances tonight because I'm like. 800 pages into A Dance with Dragons and I want to finish oh, it. Ah, that's and, so funny. And, and, and the other thing, it's not just like what type of, it's like, there's a lot of fun too. You oh, yeah. Like you'll hear people that like in LA there's like Jumbo's Clown Room, right? Where it's like, uh, that like very burlesque kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fun stuff. That'll happen just in your standard strip club here in Portland. I saw a woman with a Jesus puppet on roller skates hmm. in between two people like dancing to Nine Inch Nails or whatever. Yeah. She goes up and pants the pantomimes with or not she mimes the song from Jesus Christ Superstar with a Jesus puppet oh my god in between two of your standard you know yeah, here's, yeah, my yeah. Rest, here's my vagina maybe yeah. maybe give me five dollars yeah yeah, yeah so like that happens here on the reg in Portland that used to take me out of it was it was like song one clothes on yeah song two top off song three bottom off right but now you go and there's a comfort to that you're like oh she's she's not done she's uh she's in the middle <laughs> She's in the middle. I felt like an old pro going yeah. up, getting ones. You're reading the signs. You're like a you're like a accomplished batsman. Yeah, batsman, baseball player. Yeah, batsman. You're like okay, so she just went down and away. This is going to be a curveball. Uh, have you you've seen the natural, right? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, you got to see the natural. Bob, Bob Redford. I was making a joke about someone. Someone asked me. I did radio out here, and somebody asked me. Yeah. They were like, "Is it hard?" If you did sleep with a fan, right. they were saying, is there added pressure to perform because it'll be like a story? And then I made a joke. I was like, I don't have any problem with that. It's on the radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gets, I mean, uh, I was like, I don't have a problem with that. Why am I telling you this joke? You haven't seen the natural. I haven't seen, but they, maybe they, maybe they the have. Natural. Some of them have. Yeah. But I, I want to requote this. I'm quoting myself. God, I'm the worst. I was like, I go in the dugout <laughs> and grab Wonder Boy, which yeah. is his bat. I know what, okay, I know what now. Yeah, okay. From, I, like, the Simpsons episode. Yeah, see, like, that's yeah. what I was saying. I was like, people have seen it parody. Yeah. Even if you times. haven't seen it. I'll go and grab Wonder Boy, and I hit the ball into the lights every time. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest. 
Because that's what happens in the movie. You, you saw Homer do that. Yeah, yeah. But that's from Sparks the natural. flying everywhere. Clockwork Orange is one of those movies when I saw it I was like oh I oh, saw this on the Simpsons so many times yeah when Bart is reaching up for the two cupcakes yeah and he gets a shock or right. whatever <laughs> and that's Clockwork Orange where he's reaching up for the breasts I saw Clockwork Orange way too early I saw it too early too oh, way too early even wait that can't I just contradicted myself I still feel like I saw it too still early. early I feel like it's too early it's now it's still too early now <laughs> I don't understand I feel like there's things that people went through in the 70s adults in the 70s Usually in New York, yeah. and that made them understand hard scrambled movies like that. <laughs> and my like my soft pillowy upbringing in Oregon like is preventing me like why yeah. are they raping that girl? I do not yeah. understand what's yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big anarchy fan. Me neither. I don't yeah. I like order. I like I don't, order I don't too. Like, I don't want fascism. You know yeah. what I mean? I like to operate within that order. But yeah, I'm happy that you said that because some, some people we used to call it glamarchy. I, yeah. We didn't make that up, but like glamarchy because we we were into like punk rock and stuff. And glamarchy, Mark and the Punky Bunch. I would have accepted Funky Bunch, <laughs> but you made it a twofer. You just said punk. I, had to, you know. I know. I, saw, I loved what you did. <laughs> Anarchy is very unsettling. That, that idea of just like, let's just whatever. I, I'm I'm one of those people that, uh, this is so stupid, but like, I am, like, as I get older, this is less true, but if yeah. I get pulled over, I really want the cop to like me and stuff. Like, it's this too. whole It's this whole weird thing. Oh, I Funches and I got pulled over on the way to a show in, like, Spokane. Two Funches in a car. Two Funches in a car. I call you White Funches. Just the full, the full, <laughs> the full yeah. treatment. Uh, uh, so, me and the Funch were in, uh... Me and the Funch! Me and the Funch. And the cop pulled us over, and just by, from, I was just like, listen, I'm going to charm the pants off this guy. Still got the ticket, but he was a fan by the time he left. He That's was so funny. He was like, where are you guys going? We're going to a comedy show. It's going to be fun. You should come. It's like 400 miles away. But like, uh, uh, he, was, he was, you know. He was he, into it. Even if we still got the ticket, I was glad he liked me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to bring that back. I want to like getting pulled over. Yeah. I'm writing it down. Uh, how do you know Funches? You you both started out here? We both, yeah. Uh, I started... You have, sorry, you have very similar energies. Well, thank you. Which is good. Yeah. Who doesn't want... That's it, a great couple. You meet Ron Funches, you're like, that's great. How rare. You meet Ian Caramel. Yeah. You go, there's two of them? There's a couple, couple of us. <laughs> It's like discovering the left breast. Lost Man's Monster and Bigfoot are swimming in the same pool. Ah! <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, he was so I uh, I've been doing like stand up for a little a little over three years now, and Funch was here like when I started, and he was like this uh, like uh, oh you gotta see Ron Funches you gotta see Ron Funches. and I remember like seeing him on like you know like Facebook posters for shows and everything right like who's this guy like everybody's talking about. And then I remember the first. The, I told him this, so it's not, he won't be. But I, the first time uh, we ever really talked, uh, there was this show at like a bar on on Hawthorne, and we were both on it. But I was way earlier, and he was later. It might even have been an open mic. And I was leaving in my car and driving uh, by. I was playing uh, the song nine times out of ten. Right? Uh, it's like oh god, DJ Quick, and I think Corrupt is what it was. Okay. And it was a song that I really liked, and the windows were down, and Funch has heard it, and he really liked the song, and then he walked over to the car, and he was like, I love this song. Good job tonight. And, like, after that, I was like, oh! You know what I mean? I drove home on a cloud. You know, like, that kind of... Cause it was, and, so funny. And then just since that we talked a little bit more and more, and then became really good, really good friends. He's oh, like, well, I'm happy friends about that. Yeah. I know and just in life. 
Just sure, sure, sure. Yeah. It's one of those sweet times when a compliment can mean so, so much. Oh, you, know you miss it? I mean? Don't you miss it? I do miss it a little bit. Yeah. But that was that horrible moment. I'm not proud of this moment. But so, again, so we're working helium and. We've been experiencing that phenomenon where, like, Wednesday, Thursday mm. was, as we've said on the show before, which is why people come out Wednesday, Thursday, I think, it's, those are my favorite nights. It's a dark meat. Give me the dark meat. Dark meat turkey. Oh, it's rich. It's so rich. So rich. It melts. It falls off it the bone. It melts right in your mouth. Mm. Look at that white meat sitting there. White meat's for kids. White meat is white for the kids, kids. table. Take the white meat and Smother save it for the Mother it in gravy. Give it to the dog. Uh, give it to the dog. Give it's worse. So those are the fan nights. Yeah. And those are good nights. And then this is, this is like dark meat. I, dark meat, dark, dark meat. Dark meat, dark I was on stage and there was this, this couple in the front that just wouldn't stop whispering to each other. Oh, which is, yeah. It's just the worst. And what's really bad about it is even if they were audibly talking, you could be like, be quiet. Right. You're ruining it for other people. But when people are just front row, snidely whispering to themselves and forward to you. Yeah, and it's just for me. Yeah. It's just for me. It's like the Twilight Zone where there's a gremlin on the wing of the plane. Yeah, you're the only one I'm the only one that can see it, yeah. so I'm like, do I ignore it? And part of me, you know, pragmatic, you just want to ignore it. Most of the crowd is enjoying you, it. Like, I mean, to be present in your in your act. Well, you and I were talking yeah. about this. What we do is you start doing the jokes to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, see, I feel like a stern, aggressive. Yeah. aggressive. Yeah. And they're, they're, I've done this before where there's a line in an old joke that sometimes people want me to do, and there's a line where I say, I'll kill you, and I'll sometimes say it to someone in the crowd that yeah. I hate. Oh, I will! I know, I'll kill you right to them and then so they were talking and like I kept shushing them and shushing them and like fourth fifth time I was like you know please, please it's so distracting yeah I never I was you never like become earnest for a moment and remove yeah. yourself from who you are on stage yep and just try to connect as two humans yeah trying to function in this in you a, don't, in a shared space you're, you're as well lit as I am yeah and I'm watching you and they're even more well lit uh, on the booths yeah, on the booths yeah. I liked it I liked it a lot <laughs> And then this was the dark meat, dark Pete. That, like, sometimes I sca- it scares me, and sometimes the stage is the place where that happens because your ego is so pumped up. Yeah, and your entitlement is up. Like you're you're the performer. You, and you feel it, strong. It has to be for you to control. Yeah, it has to be with a room with like three hundred people in it, all looking towards you as their leader. Right, you know, you have, it has to be. Otherwise, you, yeah, you get all those things. There's a good side of it, which you can take them on a comedy journey. Right, yeah, you can take them through the sleighs. Your summer North camp Pole. counselor. Yeah. Look at that half dome. Look at that waterfall. A lot, yeah. a lot of people know about that waterfall. Right. Yeah. Thank you, camp counselor. Yeah. Waterfall. <laughs> but that that's that heightening of those instincts heightens these uh, sometimes these darker instincts. Mm. So sometimes on stage, where like I'll have. These these moments that kind of bother me, and this is exactly what happened. This might surprise some people. I, I don't. I doubt it. Uh, the guy in the crowd, I, I shushed him so many times, and I was just like, "Please be quiet." And then someone was like, uh, "He made a joke." I was like, Are, "You're only listening when the show is directly about you." Yeah. And then he and then he goes, "What?" Like he made that joke. Yeah. And then someone laughed and clapped, and I said to them, I said, are you supporting him? How fucking dare you? The only thing you should applaud is me throwing this man into a well. Yeah. Which I love talking about throwing people into wells. And then I, and then he said, it's okay, it's okay, we like you, meaning him and his girlfriend. Ah, yeah, you told me that. I told yeah. him this when I got off. He goes, we like you, and I go... I don't care. I could, I don't want you. You don't want that person to like I you. I know, but it was kind of. We like you. 
We like you. Don't worry. We like you. As if that was the thing you were worried about. Yeah. Like, I need to make these people like me. Yeah. Not make them be quiet so the rest right. of the people already... Yeah, you're fucking up the show. We like you. The, it's hard. You're a friendly guy, too, yeah. up there. You can't... It's that... Uh, the the Sklar Brothers is my favorite thing about like shutting down a heckler. If you go too hard, all of a sudden you shatter yeah. that nice guy image that you have exactly. on stage. And how can you... Come back from it. You could be like, shut your fucking mouth. Nobody wants you to be talking right now. Shut up. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. I've been nice now. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Anyway, have you guys seen these monkeys riding dot? No. Right. No. Right. Everyone's gone. Right. Everyone's gone. You have to, once you go Pacino, you gotta be Pacino. And then you the better have a Pacino it. bit. Exactly. You better yeah. have a bit that Pacino would get. Angry bit. It's exactly, I'm glad it was towards the end of the show. Right. I only had one more thing to do. Ugh. That, you, that, the, 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 you know, the two other hecklers in the back. Who are, like, have oh, you ever, the first show? The first Was it the first? It was the first show. First show. Have you ever had a traditional heckler where they're like, you suck, fuck, I've never had... I'm not bragging, I've just never encountered the kind of... I know, no, I TV. know. It doesn't happen that way very yeah. often. I actually did a show with Hannibal in Chicago, so it was like ten years ago, and uh, I got the worst heckle... And I almost don't even want to share it because it gives assholes power. No one do this. Yeah. <laughs> because it's one word, it cuts you right to your core, and it's even a sharp-sounding word. Oh, I have it's, a guess as to what it do is. Do you want to guess? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess, and if, if it's right, yeah. I'm going to just tell you I had it right or yeah. not, and you just tell me what it is now. No, you t- I want you to say is it. Is it next? You bet it was next. It was <laughs> It's got the X in there. Next. Next. Like a song your head off. Next. 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 It's very yellable. Next. Like they're fucking fucking emperor up in a booth. And you've been parading out to entertain them. They put the thumbs down. They take the giant turkey leg out of their mouth just for enough time to yell next. Here's what's interesting to me about about, uh, comedy theory. Yeah. Okay. so I say you and Funches are similar, but here's the thing. I'm always interested in being trapped in a persona. You don't yeah. want to be... Even uh, Anthony Jessen likes a good friend of mine. Sure. Um, and he's hilarious. It's not even really but. It's like, and he can't do bits about, like, kittens or, you know, oh. loving his even mother. that's a part of his heart. And it is a part and of it his is, heart. And it is, yeah. He, and, he, you know, he's a, he's a very nice person. But, you know, he has a persona. Right. right? So does uh, Schumer. So does uh, Funches. Sure. So, sure. so Funches, uh, you know, he has... Uh, Anthony could do whatever he wants, I suppose. And Funches could do whatever he wants. But there's a certain thing that comes expectation. expectation. Absolutely. What I like about your persona is that, like, you are like Funches... But you are yelling and you have higher energy and stuff. Yeah. And what's interesting is higher energy guys can go low energy, but low energy guys, it's really like. Yeah. Fun, I'd love to. I'd love to see someone like Funches, whose charm is that he's going so slowly and so deliberately and so sweetly. Be able to really uh, yell it or get nuts or whatever. Yeah. It's a little. It's interesting. A lot of you know, starting comedians starting out listening to the show, and I think it's interesting or important. To pick a persona that allows you to express as many different types of it's, comedy. I, I think that too. Like, give yourself as many tools yeah. in the box as possible. I don't want to close it off. If I'm a guy who hates everything, yeah. why can't I talk about, you know, white cheddar popcorn? I love it. You should, you should. <laughs> yeah. that I've talked about this where, like, I mean, it's okay to talk about what you love in comedy too. I think there's like yeah. a, uh, there's a lot of people now... 
and probably forever. It's easy to retreat into criticizing something or cutting something down because you were prepared from being defensive your whole life. You're like, I'm like, oh, you think I'm fat? Well, you're fucking, you're, you're short, right. you we look weird, you know, right, or whatever. Right, right. You have one ready. You have cut downs like prepared. Yeah. But to be able to, in a funny way, talk about things you love, I think that's a wonderful thing. You no, know, absolutely. Allow yourself that. If you, you Lo- know. Love that. I, I, I've said this on the show before. <laughs> I say that a lot on the show. <laughs> but I learned doing Best Week Ever, yeah. which, which was a VH1 show, that uh, it's, it's funnier to love things. In my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to hate on things, but it's very fun. If you can take your hate and frame it as love, yes. there's a lot more power there. So, and that's what Best Week Ever was. It was like, I love that Hulk Hogan got arrested this week, or whatever. Right. Instead of being like, you see these fucking Hulk Hogans getting arrested? Right. Stay out of the fucking news. Yeah. I want to watch you wrestle and act a fool in the ring, not in the 7-Eleven. <laughs> ah, fuck you, you cock. You stay in the ring with the ultimate warrior. Yeah. You don't go on the clank with the ultimate deflorer. Ah, the uh, ultimate deflorer. He takes your butthole. Oh, oh, he and took your butthole in, in his, his mouth. mouth. He, did it, did he it. pops your butthole yeah. in his mouth. Yeah, the ultimate deflorer. I didn't wow. know what that was going to be when it when I started uh, that. We've been, uh, you and I have been freestyling. It's been so fun. You don't, <laughs> always, you don't always find you don't always find a person who's willing to go down that road. Ian, well, that's what I love about you. <laughs> so that's what I wanted. To, uh, that's what Kyle must love about you because yeah. you opened for Kyle. Yeah, and I met you when you were opening for both of us. Calculate. Chicago, Chicago. In the room on the road, boxcar soap is mostly my beard hair and wax I found on the back of a turkey. <laughs> Kyle, you you're doing okay. You can buy some soap. <laughs> Kyle, he's been, for you know, he's a, for a gruff persona man, he is cleanly and smells good. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's pretty well-groomed. Yeah, well-groomed man. That, that beard is looking good. It's a good beard. He trims that beard. Yes, he does. Yeah. There's thought in that it's beard. Trim, there's thought. It's like a hedge maze. <laughs> <laughs> and it leads to hilariousness. There's a, min, there's a minotaur in there. Uh, that's, that's, that's demons. <laughs> I, uh, so, okay, so then I got it immediately why he must love having you on the road. Yeah. And I bring Thayer on the road. Why well, wouldn't you? How couldn't I you know, bring how him could, on the road? But, th- but you're, you're, you're white Thayer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're white Funches, you're white Thayer. From Korean Thayer. Yes. All right, yeah. Thayer. You know, this is an interesting... <laughs> I don't, I don't want to... It's an interesting aspect of show business to me is that, like, Chris Thayer yeah. is my opener because, first and foremost, he's hilarious. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to say first and foremost he's hilarious. Right. He is. I'm talking about his stage stuff. Yeah. He's very, very funny. He's wonderful. Immensely funny. Yeah. Wonderful. I don't even think that's number one. I think number one, because what is the show? I don't even watch the show. Right. You know right. what I mean? You're not out there yet. Yeah. I'm not watching him. He doesn't watch me. We hang out all day. And every day I meet him in the lobby, and he comes out, and I'm happy to see him. It's the, here's a good day. I don't care if we're in St. Louis yeah. or... or I St. Louis is probably a fine city. I don't yeah, know it's fine, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 we played St. Louis. It was yeah. lovely. But, see, Thayer can make St. Louis fun. And, and then it's going to be a good day. I woke up in this bed that the recorder is on, yeah. and my first thought... And, and again, I'm a, ha- I'm a happy person, but Thayer put it perfectly. Being on the road is sometimes like Groundhog Day. 
Oh God! Every day is the same. You wake up. I know. I laugh. See, this this goes back to my main point. Yeah. That's the main feature. I wake up and I'm like, my first thought. I'm not proud of this, but my first thought was this again. Like it's just one of those days. The same colored walls in every hotel. And and the same countdown. Yeah. That like back of my mind countdown to the show. By six o'clock, you gotta be scrubbed and ready. Scrubbed and ready, and you gotta eat some food. Or I know. I know it's not that hard. There's a lot harder jobs, but what are we gonna complain about if not our lives? Ah, very funny. Right? I mean, what are we supposed to complain about? Complaining is. We're so gonna sit fun. here and talk about what the tragedies in Uganda. Yeah, and then yeah. Pretend like we're really. I mean, we can be invested in that. Yeah. You know, as far as being global goes, but like, sure, I mean, have to fucking kvetch. And it, I, knew, I was gonna say it was very Jewish, and I liked it. And it's good. Right? You're like, what else are we gonna complain about? Complain about if not our lives? If not our lives, and we just. Yeah. Eat some potato pancakes. Yeah. Wait, latkes, you call it latkes. latkes. You can call them potato pancakes. Well, that's what the latke. It's sort of as Andy Kaufman took that and ran with it, didn't he? Oh, that was his character. Latka, right? Maybe, yeah. No, maybe it sounded like latke. No, I think it was latke. We're too young for taxi. We are. Too and you're young. younger than I am. I am. How old are you? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Twenty and eight. Twenty and eight. Twenty and eight. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. This is the thing that I thought was interesting. Bringing home that Thayer thing and the and the you thing. So yeah. you're now working. Yeah, that's a coveting thing. Coveted thing, especially yeah. you've been doing stand up four years. Uh, three like it was three years in September. Three years in September. Yeah. Uh, so that's early. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah. Very lucky. So to be working, going out with Kyle, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know for Thayer too. I can't speak for him, but I know he enjoys it. I'm sure he does. Yeah. And then what is it though? It's like. Hanging out with you when we were in San Francisco, going and getting a burger and being like, "This here's the thing, you're funny, yeah, and Chris is funny, but neither of you are trying to be funny." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not, oh gosh. So th- that th- happens a lot. Th- of course, people are like uh, auditioning to be friends and stuff all and, like, the time. Everybody. That, that must bug you. I mean, like and I, now you've I've I've I'm in a very good place for three years, but you're in a very good place. For any comic would want to be, you know, headlining shows and sure. being able to do things. And also, you're you're like you're very funny and very rigid and, and and also you get that cool one of the cool kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's never, a lot of people who are working like a casino in Puyallup who are like fuck, fuck all those fucking cool kids. You yeah. know what I mean? But uh, isn't that weird how that turned around? It's terrible. I I, yeah, but I mean. <laughs> I've never, ever, ever, even hearing you say it made yeah. me feel a little uncomfortable. Oh, I know. I, 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 I know. Like, nobody wants to be called. And you're, and you're not, it's like, it's not a thing you're trying to do. No. But like. Uh, but I know what you mean. Do people kind of, I mean, do you feel like when there's people where you're like talking to them and you're like, all right, this is, they're going into bits. Or like something uh, like that. It happens a lot when, when uh, people, other comedians, and bless their heart. Sure. I would have yeah. done the same thing. Pick up. I, I don't know if I would have. I want to think I wouldn't, but I probably would have. You pick up the comedian and you take him to radio or whatever. Yeah. And if that's a comedian, it's like you you want to you fantasize about telling them to just relax, like like because you yeah, find you see them yeah. bits and stuff, and you're like, I'm sure you're really funny, and I'm sure you're really nice, and honestly. The, the other thing about Chris and you, and we can talk about whatever. Right. It's like that ability to make a moment in any moment. So you and I are screaming zombie. Yeah. It's, it's been the song of the... We've heard it comes, hundred bottoms, hundred tanks. We don't have another way. Head, your head. We were just in that guitar shop. Oh, you guys figured it out. I figured out the chords. I was so happy. And we wailed it. 
and we wailed it, and we, it was embarrassing because I knew the whole store could hear us playing. I don't care. I didn't care for a second. I then they recognized us and when we they were at the show last night. It was one of my favorite moments of life. Oh. It went from I'm so sorry I played 90s rock in your little <laughs> rented room where you're supposed to be trying out guitars you're going to buy. You know we're not going to buy <laughs> shit. Buying, like, where you're taking out Nobody the comes in and plays zombie <laughs> and buys the guitar. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> And then they, we went from so sorry for wasting your time to oh I'm glad you like the show yeah, which you like the really show. good nice. good yeah. get down here on a high note yeah. yeah but that goes back to the okay so what I'm saying to the young comedians out there is is, is the idea if you want to like open for people the 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 quality of just being like an interesting be a person decent you. person do you boo boo a three dimensional yeah. person yeah. you were doing that bit last night which is do you, Russell Simmons going yeah. do you unless you fuck kids yeah. don't, don't don't do that do don't do you then do Russell then do therapy then do <laughs> that's the time if Russell you, Simmons do you unless you do kids <laughs> then do Russell <laughs> do you unless you kill people yeah, then don't I, do this you. voice is offending me yeah. I don't even know if that Russell Simmons no. Oh, Russell Simmons doesn't even talk like that. No. Uh, Russell Simmons' voice is like the chords of a harp plucked by an angel in heaven. He's <laughs> <laughs> dripping with diamonds and money. But what's weird is, so that first night, was that Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. 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 Yeah. We went out Wednesday. Wednesday. And it was a, it was a rare thing. You know, actually, I'm going to break down exactly why that was so magical. Okay. We did the show. Yes, we did. The show was great. Fun show. Wednesday was great. Thank you to the winners that came out. It was wonderful. Great show. First show. And that kind of dissolves some of the anxiety of like, what if this is the club that I'm not good at? (laughs) Portland sees through me. Yeah, yeah. They see right through me. We're always waiting to be called out as frauds. It, does that never that never goes away? And it's oh, it's it it's, it's terrifying and and gratifying at the same time. It, Mulaney uh, got his job at SNL, and one of the writers, I think either this is Mulaney's story or someone else told this. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna now make it Mulaney. Let's say it's Mulaney. George Washington never chopped down the cherry tree. Exactly. Right, We're yeah. making our own history. It's worthy of Mulaney's character. This ah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, I don't care if Jesus really did it. It tells a story. Uh, Mulaney, oh my God, Life of Pi was so depressing. Anyway, I want to talk to you about Life of Pi. When we get to religion, we'll talk about that. So Mulaney gets to SNL, and maybe we talked about this on on his episode, but someone gave him a notebook, a moleskin notebook, and goes, uh, do you feel like a fraud? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, we all all do. I just want you to know we all feel like frauds. I don't think it ever goes away. I, don't, I, I guarantee celebrities and stuff are all still kind of like, any minute now. There ha- everyone but Matthew McConaughey is sitting there thinking, what the uh, fuck am I doing? Only McConaughey. And like, I think he's I'm like, right, I'm right where I belong. I've been on top of the surfboard since day one. Uh, I was born into a wave that God <laughs> blew through his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and it smelled like sweet perfume. <laughs> <laughs> smell it all, dude. Went out of his ass. <laughs> you don't know what God's eating. <laughs> Other gods, probably. Other gods. <laughs> Other older gods. I've never hit a guest before. I hit him. I hit Well, we were talking yeah. about that. You're, you're, for those of you who don't know Ian, you're uh, you're a bigger fella. A portly lad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, portly lad. <laughs> 
I were alive in the in like the South in 1910, I would definitely have one of those seersucker suits. Oh my the belt god! Just below my nipples. Do you do you that on stage? Mean? No. That's, that's an opener. Really? That's hilarious. Okay. All right. Belt below nipples, seersucker. <laughs> just that right. Is, just right that, there. And you'd be fanning and dabbing. Ooh, and I do do that. Lord, it is hot to be. Yes. yes. I'd have a drink where they had like it was either like way Linda sweat. could do I, better either way Linda could bring me a mint julep <laughs> 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 I could watch that cinnamon <laughs> angel all day I know I told you this but now that Funch uh, is, got, is in another city when I get to see him and he has a bunch of new Funch's jokes it's, it's yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Oh, the it. delivery is in. Yeah. So we were talking about how you're a soft person, yeah. and I've been enjoying uh, hugging you, and we were... <laughs> what a weird <laughs> thing for two men. Uh, I like it. I don't mind it at all. It didn't really bother me. Yeah. Uh, but then we were, we were talking about you have that uh, allure. People love it. People do. People will assume you want to hug. And, and I usually do. Your face says you want to hug. That girl in San Francisco passed out on me. Yeah. Oh, you weren't there that night. I bet. Oh, so that you went back, we had a cheeseburger, and it yeah. was lovely, and then you went to, for some rest, which is fine. I, I you got to take care of yourself. See, I know you're kind of being funny. I, I'm not. I, know, I actually, uh, yeah. I believe you. I went home right after the show's last but night. But there's something... This is the other... I'm talking about the perfect opener. Yeah. Perfect opener... And, and and I'm talking about that as a, a, a place of esteem. I'm not like my opener. I mean, right, like, right, right, right. It's like my brother. You it's know, a, what I mean? it's, it's an a, apprenticeship. It's it an important be thing. You should qualify. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Chris will be like, Chris will say something like, eh, I can't do Chris. He was like, I'm thinking of like, I want to take it easy on drinking tonight. Yeah. And I'm like, see, this is why I love you all day because I can't. You can't have the opener that's making you worse. No. You can't have the. You have, you, I, I want a different term. Oh, Shows like I got a little angel dust. I got yeah. a little bit of angel dust. Yeah. Need some angel dust you don't need that. You yeah. want a guy that's like Chris will be like, I found a museum and all this yeah. sort of stuff, and he'll plan things. Oh, uh, you're not going to Philly, but when you do go to Philly, go yeah. to the the Mueller Museum. Oh, I, he planned that. Oh, we good. Gonna, it's we were going to go. Oddities. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird, but it's fun. That's exactly. He, yeah. yeah. he planned that. He planned that. But we we were talking about you. Okay, so you were like, go take care of yourself. That's another fuck opener. That's just like a good. It's a good friend. friend thing to do. It's a good friend to, yeah. to have a gro- like young man, relatively young man, who could go to a bar with Kyle and other people and people from the show and get shit faced. This fantasy, this coyote ugly sort of dream sequence. Yeah. Everybody's like, that sounds great. It's it's great, but if you can. Can do it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Sometimes you shouldn't. And I went home and you, yeah, you and you were like, it. "Go, go get some rest. Go get some rest. You right. maybe you get like a hotel drink and you just snuggle. Because uh, the beds aren't bad. You snuggle under the bed and you watch something stupid. I think I probably did. Yeah. That bar had a mini bar. Yeah. That, that hotel had a it mini did bar. a mini bar. It was a lovely bar, uh, hotel. But good you went to the, the yeah you went, bug. yeah. Snugglebug. There was this insanely drunk girl. That's your album title. Snugglebug. Oh my god. Snugglebug. People will buy it and they won't even know it. Or <laughs> no. They'll never listen to it's it. Gonna, it They'll just be like, I want to support it's whatever this come is. It's a small piece of felt. Just yeah. Just One of those uh, Brookstone blankets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. that blanket at Brookstone? Every time I touch it, I'm like, I need 30 of these. I know. Never buy one. Well, you just want to you just want to have it across your whole floor and so you can steamroll across your floor. And we could do this. Like, it's very possible. There's a lot of luxurious things that you don't have to have a ton of money to no. do. No. We don't do them ever. Call them. Ah, we don't do them do. ever. You uh, also don't go to guitar shops and play zombies. That was great. That was like... 
I could do that once a week. I'm learning. Is that a session? Yeah. It's a little session. Yes. I don't even play any instruments. Well, that goes, I'm yeah. sorry, we're going to go back to you being a snuggle book, yeah. but that goes back to the freestyling. Oh, yeah. We did the show, and the show was great, and then we were going to a bar, and I didn't really want to go to the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what we did was, we played zombie on repeat, <laughs> looping zombie, and it just started, no, neither of us was like... Do you freestyle? I don't even remember who started doing it first. I definitely think you might have thrown a few lines out. Yeah. <laughs> or you were beatboxing or something. I think, yeah, I was beatboxing. That's yeah. what I did. And I, then yeah. I just did one little couplet or something. Half an hour later. We circled. Listen <laughs> to what joy sounds like. We were leaving a show. We're in the streets of fucking Portland. Chris and some other people are waiting for us at a bar. And instead of going straight there, we circled the block just you were just cruising and freestyling yes and we never stopped we covered Batman oh. we were freestyling this morning and we I, I arrived I saw a woman with one of those walkers oh it's- and I said, it's like a segue in the sad way. Oh, it was so perfect. It was when you stumble was... on a good line. You had my uh, volumes, my dick. Uh, oh, my dick speaks volumes. It's like a book. Yeah. Your pussy's like a UFO. It's worth a second look. Yeah, that's the one. Come on. <laughs> you don't have to be good at rapping to when, do it. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so you don't. And, and, you, and you'll, su- you'll surprise you. Here's the it's a it's a life philosophy. It's an impression philosophy. It's a it's a freestyling philosophy. It's anything. It's just like if you're with somebody and their energy is like the other side of a zipper. Yes. And man. you lock into it and you South go. South Africa is that, South 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 America Africa. Yeah, exactly. Pangea is Pangea. back, baby. Yeah. You were NPR and I was Fantastic Mixer Fox <laughs> and we, we we like animals sniffing around went like I think it's safe. Yeah. And that's where I want to live. That's safety. I want to be in a safe place. We're aware where the, you, your, your mind is so much more, and I'm the collective you, but also you. Yeah. Uh, it's so it's so much better than you think it is. Yes. And every you know, and if you can get to a safe place where you can start stripping away those insecurities, yeah. you'll surprise yourself with uh, how much fun you can have. Uh-huh. That's why you know, like improv. And I know you did improv, and I did improv for a long time. I, I, I would, I that. would still improvise with I, you. Oh, I would there, with there, you too. There are people that I meet, and I'm like, I, I, I don't. I have too many stocks in in my portfolio that are right. improv, but there are some people that I'm like, oh, I do, I do improv. It'd be fun. It would be yeah, nothing yeah. but fun. Please keep going. That's, but like the, I think one thing you learn in doing that one is I probably don't want to do this for a living. But two is uh, like it's 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 so much when you start to trust yourself and uh, yeah. and like it's such a good lesson. It's the, it's the green lights. It's yeah. like you have you read Impro Keith Jones? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he talks. My about, uncle, who I learned improv from, Scott Parker. Like uh, studied under Keith Johnson. No, yeah, and brought no. him into Portland. Really? Thought, yeah, yeah. That would be such a huge thing. I know. Is he, he must still be alive. He's still alive. That's Ancient. interesting. And living in England. Really? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All the gurus should Great. be in England. In improv, not just good improv lessons, but good like no, life, life and, lessons and, and like and education lessons. I look at uh, intelligence now as like uh, bank robberies, like thieving. Mm-hmm. It's like you read books. I have a story for you in a second. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> But it's all about, like, identifying your brain's capacity. I don't want to shit on my brother, but, like, you know, I have an older brother. But let's do it. Uh, (laughs) I have an older brother. And I'm talking about when we were little. Yes. And I'm talking about normal older brother shit. I'm not saying this is unique to my brother. Right. But he would be... 
embarrassed. Like, if you're at a wedding and you want to do the chicken dance. But he was two years older than me. Oh, yeah. So I was still in an age where I should be doing the chicken dance or whatever it is that's fun that's happening. And I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Because my brother would, like, be embarrassed about it. And, yeah, and would yeah. make fun of me. And he's very, he's very, very funny. So he would, like, make fun of me and he taught me to, like, not do that sort of stuff. You know why he made fun of you? Because he had, he had the whole book on you because that was him two years ago. Exactly. He had all the files. Knew the he angles. Was, he was like the SEAL Team 6. He knew exactly uh, where in the house you were going to do it be. in his sleep. Yeah, exactly. And he felt his own embarrassing, his own old embarrassment being reheated through my behavior. Ex- totally, yeah. So he'd be like, stop it. So I get that. But then, like, so much of my adulthood, and I continue to do this, and this is like a new thing that's going to keep coming up on the show because what I'm currently working on is this idea of happiness being so up to these elective things. Yeah. Uh, these things that you have to do but then like in our own brains and in our own lives we have to learn that there's this older brother presence in our brains yes. that's telling us to stop do things. Don't sing a song. Don't be stupid. Like just I don't know. Like And why? And be, like, it, like it's almost... I don't know what to attribute it to, whether it's like a survival mechanism that says stop being silly, there's yeah. a tiger yeah. nearby, or whatever it is. But it's Yeah, it's the, just, the silly tribal guy gets eaten first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. doing some impression of a stork. <laughs> and, then, and then he got eaten <laughs> like a stork. Yeah. And he's a saber-toothed tiger. Rez! <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. like uh, we would have been the funny guys in Vietnam. Definitely. You know what yeah. I mean? And we, we just give up our location. <laughs> I'm doing a great impression of the Sarge. Right, but yeah. guess what? We're not at war anymore. We're in Portland, and we're in a guitar store that has private rooms. It's, yeah, Charlie's not, uh, Charlie, the nice guy working at the counter, is there, but not the other kind of Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking you and Chris Thayer... It's important, you know, I'm sorry this is sounding so preachy, but I'm really talking to myself. It's important to find that mix of people that will go into the, like Chris went into that room with guitars before I did. Yeah. And invited me in, and then I went in. Wonderful. And then, then we were yeah. playing guitars, and now I'm just like, oh, right, fun is waiting for us. We're doing this, and like, the, the things in your head were like, they're going to be mad at us for doing this. Yeah. I didn't care. I didn't care. Yeah, I couldn't even see you. You yeah. were behind me. I just hear the sounds of, of a, what did you say, rotund? Yeah. A rotund southern gentleman <laughs> behind me screaming hits from the ninth. Oh, it was so great. If we had more time, I would have played Silverchair. If we were there, <laughs> I would have happy to have been there right now. Thayer started a little bit of Sublime. We would have belted out Santeria oh, my to God. completion. Oh, and we did Blink-182. Yes, we did. And you know what? I'm going to compliment myself. He yeah. played the... And it's not that hard, but I figured out the chords. I was very... I was very pleased with myself. Because he was playing it, and we did it on the fly. I envy so much. And not a, not a, not an angry envy, just like, ah, people who play... It seems like so much fun. Instead of playing video games, you could pick up a guitar, because I love it. I love singing along to stuff, you know? Well, that... See, fuck you, Ian, for being one of us. Evil wobble. Yeah. I love it because I have, you know, fuck it, I've said this before, but it's a big belief in my head. It's the idea of a fun party being somewhere where you can hear each other. Yeah. Somewhere where, like, everybody's... Hmm? Little low music in the background. Of course. Little, you know what's good? Something that good, like some little, not maybe a Herb Alpert, but like a. Yeah, all right. That old, like a. You know. Just some fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever that is. Yes. 
Yeah. And everybody's creativity is represented, which is why you can bring. Uh, that's why I like things like Yankee swaps, where you get to bring a little gift. Oh, sure. Yeah. Or you, uh, or you bring something that you made, or a drink, or something. Have a little game, a little game, or a something. Game is wonderful. Going. And then what happens when we get just like you don't even need to drink, but if you do. And there's an old piano where oh, the, where you can God. see the hammers on the inside, like, and it's one of those uh, upright ones. And you play it's it. And someone, the, the note has maybe a little fuzz on oh, it. Oh, of course yeah, it's got yeah. fuzz on it because it has soul. <laughs> oh, Just like everyone at the party, we all have fuzz. <laughs> Everybody's we, comfortable old shoes. We play yeah. songs and we sing songs, and we're not worried about neighbors or anything. <sighs> then we swap stories and ghost stories and games. It's like that. All that corny shit. All that older brother censored shit that's like, you're not supposed to like that. We're supposed to like pussy. Right. Like, I like fucking too, but yeah, I'm just saying, course, yeah. you're supposed to like pussy and uh, right. television and like, what happened Speed to... Speed metal. Pussy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Tang. Tang. <laughs> Candy. What, what happened to like... It seems like the ingredients for happiness are there. I'm picturing Chianti bottles with uh, candles in them. Yeah, oh, yeah. melted over oh. to where the candle and the bottle have become one. Yeah, yeah. Just like us and our friendship. <laughs> you know, it's just like it's such a happy fantasy. And almost everything in that scenario, a lot of sweaters in that scenario. A lot of old, nice, comfy sweater. Yeah. yeah, just like that, like that manufactured. Family. The thing. original appeal of the sweater was ironic, but the longer you wear it, yes. you're like, I like this sweater. I think I just am this sweater. I like this sweater. Like this the candle and the Chianti, I've melted into this yeah, sweater. Yeah, I'm the sweater now. Yeah, that happens a lot. Irony becomes just... Where it becomes really something you really enjoy. Yep, like bro for me. I, I, do we, what do you say, bro? Uh, there was I a time when I was saying bro, and I still say bro, and bro. it started as a joke. That happens a lot with uh, girlfriends. That's a big theory of mine. It's like... You, you ironically, you, you ironically say no. darling. Ah, <laughs> it's a bit. <laughs> when you break up the bits over oh, all. It's the, heck, you're a heck, sweetheart. The, the worst breakup. <laughs> I'm taking you off my set list. I closed. It's old. I don't feel it anymore. Yeah, you're not making the album. Yeah. Oh, what was I? Oh, what, I was you're no, it's okay. You're dating somebody and you call them darling or something yeah. or sweetheart as a joke. Like, dear. I well, think, dear. And and you have a good laugh when you're 22. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're 42 and you're just dear. calling Helen dear. I call my girl... I have so many pet names for my girlfriend that I don't think I can ever date another person. That's so funny. Because every pet name has been used. That's I love it. That's so funny. I love it. Why wouldn't you... It's it's just more fun. What are you going to sit there I and hate call? Jen the whole time, you know? Ian, what are we? The same person? We might be. I think we might be. Oh, I might be White Pete Holmes. I want to be <laughs> the Krang in your belly. Uh, <laughs> Yay! Yes! I want to be the yeah. crying in your belly. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's this is this is weird, right? You went bebop and rock steady. Like, be uh, yeah. There's no one without the other. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm a big nickname person too. Yeah. I, you know, it's what you just said. It depressed me a little bit because I used to think that about my my ex. Yeah. I'm not trying to make this not happy fun time. It's no, still no, no. Be happy fun yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But my ex, I was like, I've done so many things with this person and I have so many nicknames and stuff I used to call them like flags she had these little flags in so many areas I can't go to Pennsylvania I went there with her right and then uh the resilience it ends I'm not saying I don't know right. I'm not relating this to you no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I just had that thought it's a sweet thought it's a very nice thought and then, and then unfortunately that you know no it's not unfortunate it ended yeah. unfortunately the circumstances of it were unfortunate good that but it ended bad good that it ended yeah, yeah. exactly but then and then you're like 
I don't know. Have I ever recycled a, a pet name for a girl? I th- you can always find new ones. You can. There's so many of them. Yeah. I find it. I'm the kind of guy that like they could have like a purse, a big purse, and I'll just call them purse. Yeah. For like two weeks. Oh, big purse. What a big purse. What's up, purse? It's big one of my parf. favorite. It's one of my favorite Gosling Gosling lines, which I like to pretend he improvised. He brought it to the table. I think it wasn't. It wasn't in the script. I'm gonna go off the script. His sweet smelling breath came out. Oh, I'm gonna go off the script like wind from God's ass. <laughs> like wind from God's. When Gosling <laughs> speaks, McConaughey surfs. <laughs> With, with just enough orange Tic Tac in his mouth. <laughs> just the to, right amount. Just the right amount. Oh, just a hint. Is that orange Tic Tac or is it something only Gosling has? Uh, yeah. No, Gosling doesn't smell like orange Tic Tac. Yeah. Orange Tic Tac smells, smells like a little right bit like Gosling. <laughs> That's how they made it. Uh, I always assume people that famous have access to different kinds of mint. It's funny that you say that. Yeah. They can't be smelling like regular folk. They can't. They have to get some sort There's of There's some sort of deluxe... De Niro. Yeah. Old Spice De Niro. Old Spice De Niro. They make ten sticks a year. Every year, yeah. And he... Uh, you want to smell like me? <laughs> <laughs> make, a wish, make a wish foundation wants to... If some kid wants to smell like De Niro, okay. <laughs> okay. I'll roll it on. Yeah. I'll roll it on him. <laughs> I'll roll it on you. I'm putting the, I'm putting the stick on. Ah! I put it on you. Put it on you. <laughs> uh, Robert, that's the wrong kid. <laughs> that's it. That's all. Uh, that's the only one I brought. <laughs> uh, uh, what were we doing? Oh, uh, Mint. smelling. Oh, smelling. oh, the line he said. Gosling said. It oh, he calls yeah. a girl in Crazy Stupid Love, which I call Crazy Sexy Love because yeah. I said that by accident once. Crazy, crazy sexy, sexy Love. Cool. Crazy Sexy Love. Yeah, that movie burned down. It's a, it's a left eye look. Tio's down Andre Risen's house. Left eye burnt the house down. Uh, either uh, way, that cinnamon angel could do better. <laughs> either way, Andre Risen could have done better. Uh, uh, T calls a girl in that movie Fancy Face. Fancy Face? Which I find so funny. Who's well, supposed to Fancy Feast? It's. Uh, my cat wants to eat your Fancy <laughs> Face. And I want to eat your cat. Uh, uh, Ryan Gosling, uh, double entendre. I, I want to eat your face. <laughs> Wait, I fucked up. I want, I to, want eat to eat your pussy with some fava beans and a nice. Oh, oh gross, yeah, gross. gross! I liked it. Uh, <laughs> fancy face, but I'm a big nickname person, yeah. and I love them They're, because I've said this. You know, in life, it's the idea. Everybody knows their name. A cop pulls your girlfriend over. Yeah, knows her name. He right. doesn't know you call her coconut. Right. If he pull, yeah, pull yeah. it over. Well, Babalu. Ah, <laughs> Babalu. That's what I call my girlfriend. Is that one of them? It started as a joke, like a Lucy and Desi thing, and then it just stuck. Babalu. What, what does she do? I met, I met her when we played Pac-Man together. We played four-player Pac-Man. Is there anything better than four-player Pac-Man? I think I drunkenly no. said to Chris, Maybe I go, Freedom? Uh, Maybe I don't know. I, but I think the true expression of Freedom is four-player four Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yeah. I put a 20 in it. <laughs> I put a 20 in the machine and oh. said, let it ride. Let it ride. And we played for about an hour. It's so much fun. And I, I ate your girlfriend yeah. as Pac-Man. As Pac-Man. She ate me. And I would stand up and yell, fuck you. And I, and I, was, I was saying, like... Uh, hurtful things yeah. that Portland people don't find funny. People, <laughs> that, guy's a, that guy's a real stick yeah. in the mud. Yeah, He's a stick in the mud. Yeah. I don't care. I knew they would not like it, yeah. but I wanted Fuck to. I wanted to hurt them badly. Yeah. Uh, so that game is so. I really want to get that game. How much? How, you how much game? could it be? 
how much could it be? I don't I, under two thousand dollars, right? Yeah, right. And how much did we put in it that night? <laughs> if you opened a small, small section of your domicile to people who just wanted to come, I'm going to turn player, a profit. Yeah, you're definitely turning a profit. That game, that game, it's perfect. Four player Pac Man. If you haven't played it. I'm I'm a little sad for you. It's a, you can get it in the ground control in Portland. Just go to Ron Funch's T-shirt. Ron, F- <laughs> don't worry, you'll see it. Uh, that game is the is what we're talking about with that green lighting happiness yeah. sort of thing. It's communal. It, you, you're looking. You're doing the same sort of thing, but there's a lot of pushing. There's a lot of totally. jumping up and yelling. Even and if, it's if you're, simple. If you are tied up in all sorts of insecurities, they're going to be ripped asunder if you play that game. You're goddamn right. They're gone. They're gone. What, what are you worrying about when you're trying to eat the plate of uh, bacon and eggs? <laughs> That's all you're worried about. That's all you're thinking about you don't is have to getting be it. Preoccupied. Who's going to get the big dot first? Because we're going at it at the same time. Exactly. And yeah. if it's you, Ian, I swear to God, I'm going to punch you in your nose. I'll take it right in the face. <laughs> and you'll I, have the dot and I don't care. Uh, I don't, don't care. care. I'll put my chin out over the table it so is, it distracts you. You'll feel like no pain. <laughs> no pain. Uh, but that, that's that's the sing-along piano Chianti mm-hmm. uh, candle version of a video game. Just say yes. So tell me, Elliot Smith? Just say, is that an Elliot Smith song? Say yes, it's a great song. It's a Good Will Hunting soundtrack. I, 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 get, I, when I listen to depressing music, yes. I get down and depressed with it. Really? I get right down with it. Because we're both, you know... These guys. Yeah, we are that guy. We're like two Pokemon characters. Yeah, somebody shut that guy up at the salad bar. Ah. Shut him up. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, I love depressing music. Yeah. Um, Radiohead, Elliot Smith, those are two of my go tos. Yeah. Hey, I'm Radiohead. It pulls you down too bad? I pronounce it like Radiohead. Don't listen to it. Uh, it, 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 like, it does, if I'm, if I, like, uh, especially if there's something, and it's good, I like to get sad every now and then. Sure. I'm home alone, draw the blinds, and then just be sad for, for a little while. Yeah, me things. and Chris were just talking about it. We it's, were like, it's healthy. I need to go watch a sad movie. Oh. He said, speaking of gossiping, he was like, I've never seen The Notebook, but he was like, we should watch, we should watch a sad movie. I wept. Really? Oh, at the end? I haven't, I, I don't wept. know. I like Badass Gosling. Yeah, Badass Gosling's good, too. This was the first I ever really saw of Gosling, though, because I saw Notebook right around when it came out. Yeah. It was freshman year of college, yes. and I was—I had the dorm to my, I had my dorm room to myself because my original roommate like got too involved in weed and had to move out, which is ridiculous. But, uh, <laughs> so I had the dorm to myself, and I went through a real like I'm living alone for the first time, and I had like a real sad movie phase. Every once a week, I watched The Notebook and wept. I watched Schindler's List for the first time, and at the end of it, I cried for like an hour and a half. Wow! For like an, it just like there has to be a Yiddish word for that. Uh, <laughs> that that specific cry. I know there is. I've had that cry. Yeah. It not, not that <laughs> Where just yeah. when it starts to get better, it's like, that happened, that happened, you know? I know. At the end, when like those people are walking, all of a sudden it's color. The whole time it's been black and white, so it's it's very cinematic. Yeah. And you can lie to yourself. And then when you see these real people, I'm getting a little tingly right now. Yeah. You see it in, in the color, and they're walking in this line. And my grandparents uh, were like in the Holocaust. So, yeah, like that, yeah. like all these things like hitting at once, and like, oh man. Holy shit. Good for you, though. Yeah. Well, I think this is good for us. Yeah. I mean, that's a tragic thing, but I'm, now I feel kind of selfish because I'm getting this emotional kind of charge from talking about it. No, you get to be... That's a human... It's a human condition. Yeah. It didn't just happen 
to the Jews. It did also happen to the Jews. Right. Do you mean the Holocaust specifically? Yeah, well, I, yeah. I, I felt I felt a little cheap just then because I was like, I am enjoying the that feel. Emotion. You're giving me the, the tingles and the, the, the wet eye. Yeah. Not not crying or anything, but wet eyes. And then there's something about that. We're talking about the pleasure. The Holocaust is the tip of the genocide iceberg. And there's so many other ones that, like... Have is that been, true? Oh, yeah. I mean, there, I'm I mean, aware of the Armenian Holocaust. Six million, there's the, there's the Armenians, so many things happening in, like, Africa with yeah. the Hutus and the Tutsis, uh, bleeding Kansas between McDonald's and Death. Uh, yeah. I don't know anything. Uh, but, God, I mean, just even things that happen in, like, to, to separate people between, like, Jew and Gentile is one way to do it's it. Funny. Like, in Russia, the way those people, like, even more people got killed by Stalin, you know? Yeah. Yeah. More Russians died during the Holocaust, right? Yeah. Than well, the, not even during the Holocaust, but during World War II. Right, World yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that, that's always a slippery slope. I've always been very careful about that because the, if you watch, there are certain videos on on the YouTube yeah. about this sort of stuff, and they try and point these things out about the Holocaust. And one of them is that like huge numbers of mentally handicapped or, or gay, people, gay people, gypsies, yeah. just, just straight up killing gypsies, all sorts of people. And look. I don't even want to say like I'm, I'm, the Holocaust I, is a Jewish tragedy, but more than that, it's a human tragedy. Yeah, you're right. Jewish tragedy is the Lesotho inside South Africa of that it was a human tragedy. Yeah, it's tragic that it happened to humans, and a lot of them were Jews. I that's what I think. And yeah, I mean, you're gonna you'll probably get a bunch of different opinions. The more Jewish people you talk, I, I think you, I think you said it very respectfully. I, I don't think you're I don't think you're saying anything too bad. But I have seen some interesting documents that maybe it didn't happen. Is that true? No. <laughs> oh, but here, just for one more set, my I was, I was just ready to let you be <laughs> the first Holocaust denier on uh, your show. Holocaust revisionist. Revisionist yeah. denier. I Have mean, you watched any of those videos? To deny it would suggest that maybe it happened. What? Uh, uh, no. No, but I uh, I haven't watched it. What, am the, I getting infuriated and they're not doing stop stomp around my apartment? The main guy who made a lot of them, Yeah, it's my understanding, it, it, he he was Jewish. Or he, uh, is, yeah. he is Jewish. He's not religious. Right. Uh, but he's Jewish. And, uh, really hates his it, dad. It took me a long time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, dad. Fuck you, dad. He, he's missing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, Isn't that crazy? There's some, there's, there's some it's, real bad juice. It's a real I mean, bad like Michael Jackson bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's probably got his thing. hand tied to another guy in a knife fight you, right now. <laughs> they're, in a, they're in a barge eight miles off the coast of Israel. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty wild. I, I mean, even if your ideas are uh, incredibly offensive, yeah. let's say they are. You, know, I, I, well, you should be allowed to have them. I, you should be allowed to yeah, have them. Yeah, you shouldn't have missed You should be able to say whatever you anything want. Anything you want. Say anything you want. Say, yeah. say, say. But here, uh, I've never... You, we got anything. a lot of irons in the fire. Don't you worry. Do. I, I remember you have a story. Let me wrap this We're one. going to talk about your girlfriend. And we're also talking about the the beautiful sad. We are the beautiful sad. We are the beautiful sad. Yeah. We are the beautiful sad. And then a song. You know why I went home last night and, and didn't hang out? Huh? Because I was feeling the beautiful sad. I felt a tinge of beautiful sad oh, on you. I was filled with black smoke. Got to respect it, though. Yeah, you got... What did I say to you last night? We, we I didn't like the show. Yeah. And uh, and I was filled with black smoke of dread. The black smoke, yeah. And then I was like, "This is the bitter." This is we were talking. We it's were talking bitter. about Passover. You need to have the bitter. We're eating the horseradish right now. Yeah, and, and then, remembering I'm, what it was to be yeah. in bondage in Egypt. Exactly. Yeah. And I said it's going to give me something to rage against tomorrow. Yes. And it will. Literally, the shows will be better tonight because I didn't like the late. They're show. going to be. They they say like if it's your you wonder about those people who kind of hit in a really big way and have these people coming out to see them who are just going to say yes 
to everything. Yeah. Kind of like, where do you go from there? Do you keep growing? I feel like, can you keep growing? Yeah, you're right. Well, see, why does Andre 3000 not rap anymore? He probably felt like anything he did was going to be accepted by everybody. You know what I mean? That's like, interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, as much as I want to protect myself, I have an instinct to be like, Fuck it, man. Let's let's not do clubs. Let's just do rock venues. We'll just do two shows yeah. or, or one night and get out of there and only do it for the fans. And then you're kind of like, but it's the pain that builds the muscle. Right. I guess. The more I get insulated, and like, let's say this continues, I, I'm more, po- I, I never was at all popular. Right. Uh, and now people will come out to shows. The more, if I'm only performing for them, my trajectory will be different. You become the Galapagos Islands, and you have turtles with weird long necks. Yeah, you know, because you, I think yeah. you play maybe, and I don't know. Is it good? It's a, it's, it's not a question with an answer. I don't think. I don't. I don't. I think you got to you got to swim in the Galapagos most most of the time. Yeah. But you got to have those nights where you're just like, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. There are people you want to. I think there's the people who are going to instantly be on board with what you want to say, and that doesn't mean you're a less skilled person. Yeah. Uh, but you play to them and you have a, kind of an understanding. And then there's the rest of America. And do you want to, I mean, do you want to appeal to those? Well, it goes back to, yeah. I like you, I don't care. Yeah. And like, that kind of breaks my heart because I remember the Pete who did want everyone to love him. But then Bill Cosby says that's the key to failure, is to wanting to everyone. Everybody. You can't please everybody. Yeah. There's, a, there's an artistic, uh, there's a, th- like, Talking to you is very important that you think I'm funny. Yeah. Like, I really want you to think I'm funny, but, like, I don't really care if some of those kids I went to high school with that were, that were tool bags think oh, I'm funny. I didn't care less. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a beautiful thing. We should remain somewhat palatable, I suppose. I don't even know if that's true. I, I was talking about that. I was like, I could be a clean comedian. I could. I was. Yep. I was for, like, eight years. Uh, or maybe say I don't know, and then I just started being more honest, and then I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to lose some of those fans. I'm not going to be able to like do Disney, and uh, like right. there are certain things that are good. Like I've heard Disney is good, uh, or corporate shows or these cer- certain types of things. Although I have a corporate kind of set, anyway. Uh, and I was t- thinking about the fantasy of being in a grocery store and some old lady being like, "You're my favorite." And I was like, "What do I care if some old lady in a grocery store right. likes me? If it's not you, it'll be the next. It'll be the next clean down the notch. She's not going to not like comedy, because, yeah. or whatever. She'll yeah. find the next thing." And we were talking about how the internet and things like podcasts and things like Twitter and Facebook, it, it, we're able to find each other. Yes, it's not us. Okay, I'm getting very lofty right now, but it's not me, the performer. It's me plus the audience, and we found each other. Yeah, definitely. It's this relationship. You give, you give back to each other just the same. Like, exactly. It is an exchange of energy. They leave the cookies for Santa. Santa brings the gifts. <laughs> and that's a great That's a great thing. It's you love perfect. making cookies. I yeah. love eating cookies. And you love gifts. I love giving gifts. It's a sawhorse. Yeah, yeah. Of course it's a sawhorse. Yeah. I'm an old school Santa. It's an old... It's the, it's the uh, NPR... Fantastic Mr. Fox Sawhorse uh, I love it so yeah. much What were you going to say? I feel like there was a million things I don't things. remember There's it so many things matter. Well, I want to I want to talk about your girlfriend I want to hear that story you were going to tell yes. And we also have to finish how you were very a cuddle monster Let's do the story real quick Do the story? Short, it's short I, I, Right before this, I was having lunch or, uh, with a couple friends Or uh, with a couple friends or, uh, from uh, high school And this, my friend works at a bank and the bank, it, it, like he's worked there for only a couple months. Armed robbery. 
You because you were saying bank robbery, so that's what yeah. I thought. Aren't some guy walked in with an AK forty seven and it was like everybody on the fucking floor like that kind of that happened to my friend like uh, Thursday. That happened on Thursday, and we had lunch today, and he was telling me about it, and I couldn't like it, what armed robbery. Did he get away? He got away. He got away. The FBI's all involved in everything now. It's my friend Nate. Wait, and, he uh, went in with an AK. No, not my friend. Did no, it. no, I know, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's your friend's His name? name? Is oh, Nate yeah. Stoller. Uh, Please, he lives it. No, uh, uh, yeah. So this guy goes, well, I don't know, are we allowed to say this is an ongoing investigation? It's an ongoing, this is all public knowledge. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your friend is working at the bank. Yeah. A man comes in with a mask, I'm guessing. With a mask and a hoodie. What kind of mask? What uh, it was like a ski mask. And like I saw a picture. It was like white over the face with the black everything else really he walks in with a machine gun and, and just robs the place and I had I hey, had but, you know big town fan yeah the, the safe I think that's what I went to immediately I was like uh, you're gonna fall in love with this guy uh, <laughs> but the safe is closed most of the time he said there was a machine that dispenses money and the robber knew to walk right up to it and really? The one thing he couldn't tell me is how much money they, they took that's that's private I guess uh-huh. uh huh uh yeah, so I don't know. Well, they have to be looking at bank employees. I, mean, I don't know. What am I? What am I going to crack the case? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, I was like, let's figure it out right here. Uh, let's figure it out. Uh, isn't there a part of you that when you hear we hear these stories, part of you he didn't kill anybody. No, he didn't hurt it. He tra- he traumatized. Traumatized. Yeah, it's yeah. a scary thing to do. To walk, to have a gun, like to point a gun at somebody, is, is a lot. It's a bad thing to yeah. do. I, I I can't even comment on this because I was just going to say I was like. Part of you wants him to get away, and then part of you wants him to catch. There him. is. I want Ben Affleck to get away, but not. Yeah, I want Greg I, the meth down bank robber. I don't, yeah, you know, yeah, I don't need to see him in a bushy beard <laughs> no. in Florida. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, yeah, one last job. I don't need to put. But like, was your friend really shook up? Very him? shook up, and Did a not, not a shake up of a guy. He have the gun pointed at him. Yeah, Ooh, a machine gun. It made, but it got like. It was like it's another put it in perspective kind of thing. Like when you have a bad show, because we had there was the bad crowds last night. Yeah, and I was like, well, no one's gonna point a gun at me. Yeah, like it was just, it was it was super. I thought you'd like a bank robbery story. Oh, it's I a know. Bank robbery. Yeah, I love it. It's it, it's so funny. Uh, a story of violence or potential violence is like a ghost story to me. Yeah, in that it will change uh, almost like my frequency or something. Yeah, yeah. Now. We were living in a, a different place a moment ago, and now I kind of just feel it's like... a different gel. I've been, yeah, a different, different gel yeah. was put on the light, and mm-hmm. I'm reminded now... Uh, you know, the Holocaust did the same thing. It's the same, it's, Although the Holocaust becomes almost like uh, it's dramatized. Big. It's, it's so big. It's big to even fathom. Yeah. I, my, my understanding is this hole in the, the Holocaust is just a huge thing. It's, it can't, can't get through. It but can't. that story went right through, and I'm like, there are guns. Yeah. That's why I like things like the, the, the Aurora shooting is so... Yeah. That changes everybody. Oh, everyone's been in a movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. Very related. Dark room. Yeah. How many people have been to you know Germany or Poland? Right. Or, no. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Even though I, I could call someone who was involved in it right now on the phone. They were yeah. hot. You know what I mean? I could have them in Can you tell seconds. me about that? Your grandparents, they're they still were, alive? Yeah. Yes, well, one of them is one of one of them I never met. Like died in America, though. So good on him. Was he uh, Shanghai? He was Shanghai. Uh, <laughs> he died on a steamer halfway between uh, here and Saigon. Uh, he, my my grandmother was in uh, Belgium, and uh, when such a happy place, Belgium, Belgium. Yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. Right Belgium just waffles. I want to go with you to Belgium. Cool. Watch Let's go to Belgium. Watch fucking women with braids snuggle you. Oh, they're gonna cut us snuggle. Nothing sexual. Uh, nothing sexual. sexual. Don't worry. Would. Uh, I never would, Jen. Bombaloo. Uh, yeah, Bobaloo. 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 
<laughs> I, uh, I uh, but uh, okay. So she uh, was in Belgium, and uh, and I mean the Holocaust broke out, and she hid in a in a convent for two years. This is why you know the the Catholic Church yeah. was a little bit complicit in the in, in the Holocaust and like uh, and the Nazi rise to power, but not Catholics. You know, what I mean? there's a difference right. between those two things. Right. And this is why I mean I could never bear any animosity because they hit her in a convent, her and her sister. Sure. Uh, for, and then when the git was good, they smuggled them out and got them on the ship to America. My grandfather, uh, who died before I ever met him, George Solomon Katz, until he got to America, George Carmel. That's your middle name, Sol- George Carmel. Yeah, you and George Carmel, and uh, uh, was in Paris when the Nazis occupied Paris. Also a hungry place. Also a hungry I place. I want butter right Just now. Thick cream. Uh, have you had escargot before? Have you had escargot? I have. I have too. It's good. Let's escargot right now. Let's, go, let's, uh, let's escargot out of here. Oh, uh, I like it. Very buttery. Uh, it's butter. You it's so, it's butter. mostly butter. It's butter. <laughs> it's butter. That's a French waiter just being real. It's a. It's butter. It's butter. <laughs> it used to be oyster, so in the snails were more accessible. Is that true? Accessible? Uh, probably not. I don't know. I have no idea. I, it was probably peasant food. Oh, sure. That worked its way up like the chain. lobster. Like lobster, right? Yeah. Exactly. Which you ever think about lobster? It's gross. Bug. It's a bug. Gross ocean bug. Gaffigan. Still, does he have a joke about that? Yeah. Still, it's gross. Sea cockroach. Sea cockroach. Oh, delicious though. It's gonna be like two months before I can eat lobster. I don't. Not that, that I was planning on it. I could listen to that bit while I. No point. Oh, Grandpa, weird to transition back. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to make jokes, but don't. Why, like, nah, I, you know, I'm apologizing. I'm doing a Portland right now. I'm offended for people who might be offended. If they're offended, fuck you. He, like, I mean, <laughs> listen, I love you, and I'm sorry to say fuck you. But I, I don't mean like a personal fuck you. Just fuck that emotion. Yeah, in a fun you way. You. I don't think and, and being offended every time is a bad thing. But I, like, I mean, sure. this happened. We're just talking about he the man Holocaust. You, can, you being offended isn't going to travel back in time and shoot Hitler before. Uh, you know, like, it's not if enough people get offended, a portal will open. And Liam Neeson will go through and strangle with him a very specific set of skills. <laughs> I have a very specific. I have a very specific set, set of skills. skills. Uh, <laughs> one of them is time travel. <laughs> one of them is time. Hey, kids, it's Greg. <laughs> Uh, we've been doing Greg Proops. Hey, kittens. Hey, kittens. It's Greg Proops. I have a very specific skill. Uh, you took my daughter. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> hey, kittens. San Fran. That's a fun one. Ooh, it's good. So, uh, your grandfather in the stay Holocaust. In the, <laughs> stay in the same Paris apartment for the whole occupation. Wow. Of Paris. So, he's in this apartment? In the, in the same room. The whole time, and like, and the through trading of favors and all this stuff, like, was able. They got food in there, and like, and then when the Nazis were chased out, that's when they finally got to get out. How long is this? Two years? It was like a three-year, two or three-year occupation. Might even been four. They were there for a while in a room. In a room. Somebody's life, you know? Yeah. I've been hearing more and more of these stories of, of, of you know, Vietnamese prisoners, yeah. American prisoners and stuff, like, just in... In a cage, a cage. half submerged. You know what's fun? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck that. You know what's crazy is, 
whenever I used to think of like Vietnam prison, I pictured like the Jungle Book, like bamboo, yeah, and you're eating coconut, and it's not that bad. Singing tigers, yeah. <laughs> it was. I don't know why I got that association, but like it was terrible. It was torture, right. and it was terrible, and it was long, long. And these guys, like your grandfather, probably survived. You know, he survived. And like the mental surviving, it's all it's like being shipwrecked. Ugh, you gotta, yeah. you gotta be like you gotta like uh, have you a have routine. You have to go the right kind of crazy. I think you gotta go the right kind of crazy. Yeah. You have to be like, oh, it's three o'clock. I'm not trying to make fun. No, no, no. It's three o'clock. I go to this corner. Yeah. You know, or I, I or you do establish. I don't routine. sit on the couch until after six right, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, I earn that. Yeah. yeah. Like, you make a little structure of reality in a room. Right. Or in a prison. Right, exactly. To try and establish some sort of normalcy. You know, they had half a yeah. They had water-filled prisons. They were, I think that was part of it. I don't think you were in there the whole time. But have you seen, like, uh, like uh, the deer hunter? Yeah, but not for a long time. Oh, I, yeah. Talk about seeing that too early. God, right? Oh, me too. I, I was watched, like in middle yeah, school. I watched, uh, my dad was just watching it. I'm like, what's this? Why yeah. is he, what are they? Oh. Sit down and learn something. Full Metal Jacket, too. I saw way too early. Yeah. Way too early. If you're an older brother, get... Give him some time. Let yeah. like, let let him do the maybe let him do the chicken dance. Let him do the chicken dance and then yeah. see Full Metal Jacket on their own terms. Someone in college will give it to them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So uh, he he made it out in a room. He that's made right. it out. So and they and once the you know game came to America and that's where I think that's where they met. Um, yeah. And then, oh wait, then they meet in America. America. That's romantic. Yeah. So one's in a convent. One's in a, an apartment a in Paris. Of Holocaust survivors. They get out. Yeah. And then, and then lived in Brooklyn, like you do, like you do, like you do. I'm picturing the clothesline between the in between the brownstones. My dad was born on Coney Island, and then, uh, and then conceived on the cyclone. Conceived on <laughs> yeah. the cyclone. Uh, uh, <laughs> An old rickety wooden, just yeah, rickety yeah, enough. Uh, okay, just rickety enough to get the blood moving. Uh, uh, he, that uh, was Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have Viagra. You took a turn on the cyclone. Yeah, in my day, you were on the cyclone. Uh, <laughs> uh, that didn't work. You took a corn dog stip and wrapped it up twice with twine. Oh, uh, you did. Yeah. I liked it. Couple of twine. Couple uh, of twine wraps. So, then Long Island, and now uh, my grandpa died before I met him when my dad was like 20, 18, 19. Uh, but the grandma lives in Florida now, again, like you do. Ah, yeah. Doing it just properly. She's doing it just right. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Are they pretty well adjusted? Yeah, she's a wonder. Yeah, she's wonderful. And I mean, she'll go around it with the, like, the Shoah Foundation, and she's like spoken. In yeah. front of groups, you know, yeah. and kind of like taking some power back from it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so resilience. It's a resilience. Resil- yeah. It's a really nice thing. I know it just sounded like like one of those black rimmed posters <laughs> with an eagle on it. Resilience. <laughs> it's, it's a just wonderful thing. Cowering in a corner in an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> or or it's six o'clock and he's on the couch. He's on the couch. He's happy. Yeah. <laughs> resilience. <laughs> Later, I'll meet a woman in Brooklyn. <laughs> Go the right kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> something, something weird sexual had to be happening. Like, they got together and it was like, can we fuck in the same room? <laughs> I, I don't know. That, like, your life is informed from that time. <laughs> oh, it's so heavily informed. Yeah. My, uh... When my, my, my grandmother took, like, a, a boat trip of the... Of, like, in Europe and the Mediterranean, she wouldn't get off the boat in Germany. Really? Yeah, they stayed. She stayed on the boat. Wow. I get it. Yeah, I, would, I mean, off, come I on. Yeah. 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 I was, I'm not even, uh, I, it's so hard to make light of this. I know. While we're recording. But one must. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but one must. You know, well, that, uh, let me see, where are we on time? Can we you let me know? 116. Oh, we're in, we're 90 minutes in. Wait, no, not yet. 75 minutes in. 
Okay, that's good. Yeah. Around 90 minutes is when we talk when about get the, religion. Yeah. <laughs> I think Katie can get me a coffee. Is that possible? Uh, Katie, can you put uh, quarters in Ian's meter, please? Yeah. It's weird. You know, we've talked about this, the psychology of when a girl is present. Yeah. Men try harder. I think, we're, I think we've been trying just fine. I, th- I think we've been trying just fine. You are... You're... Better than Santa because you're real. <laughs> yeah. You give me so many gifts. So what, about Santa not being real? Tell me. That was easy. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> tell, so what does Jennifer do? You've been with her for a while. For five, it'll be four years in February. Do you live together? We do live together. Nice. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, it is. Yeah. Uh, we. Uh, she. She does comedy too. She's very funny. How long has she been doing? She's been doing stand up and like uh, like. A little more than a year, maybe a little maybe like. So a year she started half. after you. And after me, yeah. She'd done comedy. She that's how long she done did stand up. She did improv and sketch and, and all stuff like that. It's so interesting. I have a friend like that who whose girlfriend did uh, improv and sketch, and yeah. now she's doing stand up. And I, it's it's hard. It is the hardest. What to they to do the same thing as your partner? I that's what I meant. Yeah. And and it's also hard when uh, I'm not proud of any of these feelings. It's yeah. like. When I dated a comedian, the feeling of like uh, there, there was always something a little bit like we can be territorial. Yeah, I'm, I'm just talking about me. You, there's a little bit of a like, but I, that's my thing. And and that girlfriend never asked for a thing, right? It, and she was always just doing her own thing. But in my own stupid mind, I'm like, these are my mashed potatoes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, you're doing this happened to you. You're doing stand up. Yeah, you're enjoying it. And I, I have this theory that writers, television writers I know, and, and comedians, if you date us, yeah. uh, at some point it's going to cross your mind, I should, I should get in on this. Because it's, yeah, it's a pretty it nice seems so cushy, yeah. It seems so cushy. You, you don't see, you didn't see the, the pain and all that sort of stuff, necessarily pain. Right. You know what I mean? You didn't see the struggle. And if you, ju- especially a TV writer, those guys that start out as interns. Oh, and God, and climb that fucking ladder. Find, and, then, and then they're making blah, blah, $1,000 a week to sit in a room and make jokes about, you know, friends. They're getting paid for the shit, the yeah. shit they did before. It's reparations. They're like a veteran basketball player. Like, how's he getting so much money? Exactly. Like three minutes a game. He yeah. burned it. Yeah, yeah, here? yeah. yeah exactly. So you'd be out of your mind. Yeah. It's like if I dated a wizard, <laughs> and then like they kept like conjuring up like magical beasts, and I was like, oh, I, I'm an I'm accountant. Not, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I thought being an accountant was great, but I'm dating a goddamn wizard yeah. now. Didn't we have a wizard line in our, one of our freestyles? It doesn't matter. We did. We did. Yeah, we did. Oh no, it was it was Hobbit Williams. Hobbit. Oh, 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 Hobbit Williams. Oh, Gandalf, his magic. You did. Yeah, yeah, no, no but I want you to do oh, it. And oh, he's magic. I can lay it even though I'm four foot five. That's magic. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing. <laughs> that's Andy Haynes and I came up with Hobbit Williams. Oh, I love Andy Haynes. Another great road yeah. guy. Another great road guy. I mean, like in that same Chris Thayer way. Yeah. And uh, we, we we were uh, doing Hobbit Williams. <laughs> Everyone, we do it this week, and we've been doing it the whole yeah. time. Oh yes, uh, Hobbit Williams get the ring. Her sounds like Beyonce. Got to got to put a ring on it. Oh, you know, sister, make sure it's nice and gold. And, and today we went. Kind of, it's magic. <laughs> I'm four foot eleven, and I'm I can ring. Up, let's put the ring in the mouth too. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I'm melting. I'm melting. Uh, oh. uh, okay, girlfriend, put a cock ring on it. <laughs> Hobbit Williams. I don't think there's anything funnier that we've ever done than Hobbit Boys Williams. The world. I know you here. We're here, world. <laughs> Hobbit Williams. She with with Jen. We got lucky. I got lucky. We met in a class at Portland State University called How to Be Funny. Yikes! What a fucking 
Fuck that. Was it time Fuck having a class? I'm either. picturing a, 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 a like one of those fucking uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, like Shelly the Machine Levine <laughs> suits, but it's a clown. <laughs> and he's got the loosened tie, stubble coming through the makeup. He's like, this is how to be funny. If you're looking for woodworking, it's two doors down. <laughs> Let's start. Surprise. Self-sign. Why is a pie in the face funny? Ian? <laughs> uh, it's delicious. Wrong. No, fucking idiot. Surprise. <laughs> no one expects a pie in the face. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Bring seltzer water. Uh, see you tomorrow. Bring seltzer. It was taught by like a, a woman who had done like, the triple runs. Uh-huh. For for like a, couple, a few years, triples a booker. Triples a booker. Yeah, they're like uh, you're doing like you know, I'm in Boise tonight, and tomorrow I'm in a worse city. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Boise is as good as it gets. Uh, Yoder. Uh, Yoder gigs. Yoder gigs. Never did them. What's up, Yoder? I did, I never did either. I, I get just, so mad. I go, which of your heroes did horrible shows like that? People tell you that they did. Like yeah. somebody was telling me, like, uh, like you know how Tig got good. Tig did like a bunch of triple runs for like a couple of years and just was like, fuck it, she went and did triple runs. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I did a show with Tig Nataro I, and I was like, so did you do triple runs? Oh, yeah, I did two of them and I hated it, so I quit. Yeah. I was like, of course you did. That made me want to call her right now and, and make sure that that's not true. It's not true at all. There's there's a quality to yeah. Look, we can't just be insular and only perform at cool, hip places in right. Portland, but you also don't need to like go out and fucking learn how to kill in a motorcycle bar. No, that's not... Why, why would you? What skill are you developing? What did your hero do? You're developing a catalyst that's going to make it so you walk weird for the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's... Uh, what did Letterman do? What did Larry David do? All the people that you love. I know they're greats. Brian Regan, Jerry Seinfeld, worked the road a lot, a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot. But it was the 80s. It was a little different. It's two, it's 2012, and we got the internet. It's time to have a... And you don't have to. You can still appeal to people who maybe have never seen you before. But yeah. you don't have to go into a room full of people who are going to hate you. Yeah. Just because you're up there not making the easy racial joke. Yeah. I'm not saying this teacher who taught that class did that no, or anything like that. She was very nice. I brought us there. Yeah. Here we but are. no, that, that is, there is a kind, there is a brand that works yeah. in those kind of rooms. Like, when I go to one of those rooms, I, in, I have, like, I'll try to do my shit. And then, invariably, five minutes into my set, I'm doing the old fat jokes. Of you course. I mean, the first year of comedy uh, fat jokes. I've been doing that a little bit at the club last night. I was like, I, I can't find these guys. And I, yeah. did, I did what I would do at a triple room. Right, yeah. Like, you were, just, just to try and win them over. You're equivalent of the fat joke, yeah. Exactly. It was a poop joke. Right, exactly. And Everybody poops. There's you, a book about appeal, it. Even if you, yeah, you appeal to the third grader that still yeah. looks at all of us. What did you say? You said the best thing I've ever heard. Remember the? Well, let's not say which show it was. Okay, yeah. But one of the shows you were like, it was a room full of crows. Oh yeah, yeah. Just shiny black crows, where you're just up there, and if you made a face, or shiny noise, if yeah. something shiny happened, they'd just go. Yeah. You made a reference or sang a it song. A room, they they weren't li- they weren't listening. Mm-hmm. But if you said cock and balls. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> How were they? They were a room of crows. Room full of crows. Room, room full, of crow. full of crows. It was a room full of crows. Was, I'd like to tell you. Oh, it we wasn't were... a room full of crows. Uh, what were we doing? Uh, how does that one? I murder a rhyme one word at a time. You've never heard of a mind as perverted as mine. Morgan Freeman reads Eminem. <laughs> we'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> Let's take a look. And then he turns to the screen behind him. That was nice. So, girlfriend, and you had to get over that initial... She was independently interested in comedy. She, like, I mean, she... It's like a trial. She's a bigger... Yeah. 
We've established that Jennifer Allen was independent. It was a pre-existing interest. She, she, I mean, when we came to the relationship, she had like a signed Zach Galifianakis poster. Uh-huh. She, she went to the Bridgetown Festival before we ever dated. Uh-huh. Like she was into it, you know. So yeah. that was actually a big way that we bonded. Not pre- One of the first things we connected over was both of us not getting Tim and Eric. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, really? We were sitting in the car together, and I was like, I don't really... I don't really get it. She's like, me neither. Uh, this big thing uh, that you're like not allowed to admit. Listen, I'm people. I don't judge anyone who does like them. But sure. to me, I'm just like, ah, ah, I like there to be a little bit more of a spine. I oh, like, that's perfectly know? put. Yeah, it's a jellyfish. And it some, is a jellyfish. Some, some yeah. people don't like jellyfish. I don't like jellyfish. When I've seen it, I've laughed very heartily. Yes, but I've never, uh, you know, it's never been something that I go back to. Exactly. I go back to. I yes. Go, I and again, I find it very funny. But the things that I go back to, you know what? To be fair, I don't watch a lot of comedy in general. I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not, look, I'm, it's not them. It's just I don't watch anybody really. I watch. A lot, uh, I like to watch specials when they come out. Oh, okay. there's, still, there's still so much. Shit. I'll watch yours. Can oh, I watch Kamehameha's? Well. <laughs> new and new in town came out with Bronco, a shovel fighter, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I still, I still love to sit there and watch it because I still love to watch. People who are at a level that I want to get to yes. operate at that level and that's be like, nice. oh, that's awesome. Uh, and to watch how people put together an hour is still really, right. really interesting. Right, right, right. I love to see, you know, the way they're like, okay, this plays into this. and Right. This, you know. I just realized we were watching a Cut Me and Chris of my hour and it breaks down like the podcast. It's comedy, sex, God. Yeah. Oh, does it really? It was unintentional. It's perfect. I talk about, I do like regular comedy up top. Yeah. To do all the sex stuff in the middle, and then we close with religion. With the God stuff. Yeah, you earn you earn that credit to talk about God at the end. You got to end it. Yeah, Nobody yeah. wants to start with God. Yeah. It's not yeah. called God sex comedy. No, guys. you start with comedy. It's called blood sugar sex magic. That's right. Yeah. Under the bridge, blood sugar sex magic. I like to think of it like it's a diabetic thing. <laughs> <laughs> you got that new diabetic red hot chili peppers album? Blood sugar sex magic. <laughs> <laughs> so. Girlfriend, independent. We've yeah. we've established it was a pre-existing condition. It was a pre-existing condition, and she's covered now. Now, yeah, mama care. Well, that's uh, wonderful. And and is, uh, do you guys have straight johns? She, I don't. I do. I mean, I have. It's one of those various hustles that you can kind of put together in Portland. I do post game work for our basketball. Oh, team, that's right. I knew that. And I write a column for uh, the Portland Mercury. Uh huh. And then and then comedy. So those three things I'm able to whip together a living. She still has a straight job, uh, but she works super hard, more hard at comedy than she does at anything else. Yeah. She is super like it's. I mean, I'm gonna. Of course, I'm gonna be blowing my girlfriend on this thing, right? Sure. Uh, but like, I mean, apart from it, there's a thing that certain comedians do, and she's one of them, where you go off. In, a, in something where you can detach the comedy from yourself and just do like weird character pieces uh-huh. and bits and stuff like that. Yeah. And she does that, and I mean, it could probably be easier to be more insecure about that because you can't tether it to yourself. Right. You know, and be like, it, should, well, it doesn't have anything to do with reality. But she does like these funny characters and weird stuff like that huh. where like it's like, oh, that's amazing. I can't. Yeah, it takes a certain type of balls to, yeah. to step into something. It really does, yeah. It's funny, like, that. that's what improvisers uh, have. They're better at. Yeah. They can stay in something, and they have to. Whereas uh, stand-ups, almost to a fault, it's actually kind of annoying. It's something that I do, too. We'll always forfeit the character or always. thing for a bit. Or and those are their kamikaze pilots. You know what yeah. I mean? They're fully on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, I did one of the motion cast kamikaze pilots. <laughs> 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 I didn't even mean to do it like oh, that. Oh, I loved it. Why not sneak that in there? Uh... So anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you got, got a good. It's good. She's yeah. wonderful. It's yeah. but it's hard. It's so hard to date someone who's in the same 
arenas you. I don't think she sees it like that. Any time, and this is me being insecure, I think. Anytime something nice happens to me, I, and I'm always afraid to tell other people about it. I also, we live in an apartment with Shane Torres, who's the, uh, hi, Shane, which is, uh, is the funniest thing, you Okay, I'm sorry. We live with Shane. Oh, that's the Shane you said hi, hi to? Shane. Yeah, that's the, the Shane. The Shane we've been working yeah, with? Exactly the same. Uh, um, so we, who's a hilarious comic, very, you see, you see. Yeah. Uh, but we live on the same, and it's like it's like hard to tell both her and Shane and anyone where like something nice happens to you and be like, I got this and you didn't, and they're not even thinking that. Yeah. But maybe it's like my ego where I'm like afraid to tell them no that you know what I mean. At a certain point, everybody that I know uh, that I started with, again, not to not to keep saying to a fault, but to a fault, they yeah. don't tell when things happen. You can ask what's going on in yeah. your career, but. Uh, we stopped calling each other and being like, you know, like I just found out Kumail was on a, a certain show or whatever. And I was Veep. Like, yeah, it's it was on, on the Veep. Twitter. Yeah, it's on the Twitter too. And I, there was a time when I would be like, why wouldn't he tell me that? Now I know it's not that he is going to be like, oh, you wanted that role on Veep. Although, you know, come to think of it, I think I was out for it and didn't. Uh, I wasn't in town. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, Kumail's wonderful, it, but that's not what I would have think, thought. He, it's like we, he doesn't bring it up because barbers don't discuss that they got a new shipment of that blue water you keep the combs in. Well put. <laughs> well put. Why would I call you? Yeah, yeah. the blue water keeps coming. Right. But what <laughs> if you're dating that barber? <laughs> if you date the barber, <laughs> well, that yeah, I, 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 when in the comedian relationship, I, I was it was my problem, not yeah. hers, that I wanted to help her a lot. Yes, and I want to do the same thing, and she doesn't want it. Well, that's why it's very and helpful. good. Uh, you shouldn't want it. Yeah, you should. You should want to, you know, pull yourself up. Exactly. Yeah. Bootstraps. You've seen when, like, uh, and I don't know, like Tommy Chong will bring his wife, you know, to yeah. perform, and you're yeah. like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, about, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Let, let them do it on their own. Yeah. Although at a certain point you're just doing Mavis and Jay Leno sort of stuff. And Ex- yeah. They're probably just touring together. Well, let, let's let's do let's do religion, man. Let's do it. You talk about it a little bit on stage that you're an a- you're an atheist. I am an atheist. Uh, when we were talking about the Holocaust, I was thinking about that book. There's a book written by the Bible. It's the Bible. The Bible. The, <laughs> the Jewish part the of the Jew Bible. Bible. The Jew Bible. The Jew Bible. No, what is that? There's a book. I'm forgetting. It's like it's an inspirational book. Written Written by someone who survived the Holocaust. Night. It's not night. Uh, uh, it's gonna frustrate me. Night of the Living Dummy. Night of the Living Dummy. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I don't know, but it, it made me think about yeah. the people that held on to their faith through the Holocaust. Yeah. Was interesting. Uh, is interesting. It, it's inspiring, I suppose. I, I feel guilt every now and then. Jewish guilt. Jewish guilt. Well, that that I mean, so many so many God uh, Jews who believed in God died. And my two and my grandma, who my grandmother does, but I she does. She, I think she does. You know, we've never talked about it. And I should talk to her about that. Yeah, but that, well, there, there's that cultural tie-in. It's like it's it's the Jewish God. It's your God. It, it's it, like, yeah, it exists as as long as you guys exist, as and long you as guys we exist. keep letting it exist. So it's it, there's another tie to it. I think I almost also feel almost Judaism is uh, can exist without God. I don't know if that's true. Can. Can it's possible? We, I mean, but what about it's such a it's such a culture. It is such it is such a it's culture. Such a, the American Jew specifically, 
Like, uh, I've never had any interest in going to Israel, like on the birthright thing. I know you went to Israel. I did go to Israel. I've never, I've never really felt. I, I identify Brooklyn as our homeland more than I do Israel. And it is for you. And it, re- it really is. You know, like, uh, well, you know, my mother is from Lithuanian, yeah. uh, first generation, all that sort of stuff. And I don't, I think of Boston as my homeland. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I don't want to. There's a part of me that wants to go to Lithuania, but for the most part, I'm just kind of like, hey, this is my home. You're starting over. There's a reboot, but that it doesn't. Isn't that the sort of thing that is killing your grandmother? <laughs> like, isn't yes. That, well, you know, that you know, and, and, and a whole, there's a whole generation of Jew- who are like mad at the American this current generation. Yeah. Who aren't? Who don't do the birthright? Who, who don't aren't do birthright? Who aren't like obedient to the idea of Israel? And I'm not. I'm not like the fucking thing about the whole Israel conflict. Like, who? What? Either side's right. Shut up. Neither side's right. Like, they're, they're both fucking. It's. I don't know what's going to take. Obviously, we're not going to solve it here. But right. just because you're not siding with Israel doesn't mean you're siding with Palestine. Right. That's not. A, you can be like, well, they're both being schmucks. You know. <laughs> and that's my. That's my stance. But um, it's lovely to use Yiddish in that sense. In that <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't. With uh, he's much younger than on both sides. Uh, <laughs> but like, um, in terms of God, I just don't remember ever really believing in God. And I was bar mitzvah. I went to Sunday school every every week. You don't, know, don't you guys have Saturday school? We had Sunday school at my Saturday was services and uh-huh. then Sunday school. Oh. We went to so we would go to services not like maybe. Once a month, once every couple of months, you go in there and it's Hebrew. The whole we went to the ones where it's Hebrew, and it's you know somebody singing Hebrew at you. Yeah, you don't really get a whole. When lot there's of that. Hebrew, it's going to be sung. It's going to be sung at some point. It can't be spoken. It really, yeah. you got to church it up a little bit because it's not. I've, <laughs> said, I've said this to Jenny Slate. It's less of a tongue. It's more of a throat. It is one. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> That was the well, first part of yeah. the bar mitzvah. I don't remember. Although you couldn't have sang it that well. No, I well no, I didn't have the deep I didn't have the pipes. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy who taught me just had these James Earl Jones beautiful decanter. Yeah. Just these beautiful deep pipes and yes. when he sang God was in the room for a minute. Even if I didn't believe uh, it. He's like kinda like like Obi Wan Kenobi hologram. Yeah. Just for a second. Is there any spiritual pornography happening for you in that you Huge. you humor it for fun? I love it. I love the idea, I love the idea of the of the ceremony of, of like a synagogue service and everything like that. Yeah, it seems so. I mean, the, like you can follow these like traditions back so far, so far when things yes. are is when you're so separated from the past. These things that exist. Yes, that uh, like uh, there, there's a direct link to the past. There's something very intoxicating about it. Yep. And they're designed to intoxicate, too. I don't mean that in a bad way. You know what I mean? So's a mimosa, and that's delicious. Uh, um, and that shit is delicious. It's deli- that shit's delicious. It's a handle uh, you can't go to synagogue. Wow, I love the idea uh, of tradition. Uh, I don't have to believe in God to know that a mimosa is delicious. <laughs> I want champagne and I want orange juice, but I want that shit in one glass. <laughs> I got a headache and a cold. Uh, <laughs> I'm celebrating and it's flu season. <laughs> <laughs> it would be apple juice, though. You'd be uh, champagne and apple juice. <laughs> I want a Hanosa. Hanosa. <laughs> I want a Hanosa. A Hanosa. A Hanosa. If anyone ever orders a Hanosa, let me know what happens. Yeah, Hanosa. It might mean something in Spanish. Uh, uh, yeah, I just don't remember... Oh, you were talking about enjoying the intoxicating element of tradition and whenever we'll go back. I still will fast. I didn't this year, but I'll still fast with my dad, 
I don't know if my dad believes either. I don't think he does, but I shouldn't speak for it's him. It's a weird thing. Two hungry men not two, believing. Two hungry Jews not believing, but sitting in synagogue. Yeah. How long do you find the prayer shawl? Just a, from Sundown to Sundown. Uh-huh. Um, well, that's, yeah. that's going to be October, awkward. In October, so yeah. it's a little longer than if it was summer. Uh, it should have been in summer. They would have lost less Jews. Uh, <laughs> but it, but like, you, you, can, you can get into that a little bit. It's just there's something, yeah, there's something about keeping that going. And I, my girlfriend is Catholic, and she's talked about converting to Judaism. But even, even like, I still feel a little bit of guilt, like, I should be with a Jewish girl. Yeah, should of course. I be, you shouldn't I be with a Jewish girl? Is that what I'm supposed to do? That's one there's of the so oldest guilt. There's so few of us. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I I didn't fall in love with the Jewish girl. I fell in love with the Catholic. But, um, who saved my grandmother? So it's a nice little circle. Uh, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I don't. I don't believe in God. I don't feel a need for it in my life. We're right talking about a, we're talking about a conscious. I call it the lifeguard God who's watching us. I know, a lifeguard yeah. or even a watchmaker. I know, like neither one. No know, watchmaking God. No watchmaking God. You what know about, the who like you know the yeah sure God sure. Idea. You yeah. wind it and you let it go. All right. But uh, what about um, the idea of an energy? Or we weren't we talking? Oh, no, I was talking about that with Chris. Yeah, the, the idea of uh, serendipities and all, and, and some sort of connection. Yeah, and it's powerful. Con- uh, we also look for it. I'm the first in line to admit that I I manufacture and I look for absolutely. it. Absolutely, we're pattern seeking. I think it's something like yeah, that. absolutely. That goes back right to tigers. Going back to tigers. Tiger runs at me. Tiger kills me. I like I would I I can believe I don't like I'm an atheist agnostic. I personally don't believe that there's a God, but I can't say if there is or not. Right. You know? Yeah, there's... What, I just talked to somebody in Atlanta about this, that there are very few Gnostic atheists. Yeah. And I don't even know what that means, but that's what he said. Who, like, who... Meaning that definitively... I don't believe in God, abs- and there is no God. Yeah, absolutely. You're wrong if you think there's a yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran into a guy that said that to me. He was like, there's no God. He was, And he was like, you're a fool if you think there's a God. He's a philosopher. And he was just, like, point blank telling that to me. And then, like... Uh, it was so funny. Later, I did something shitty, and he was like mad at me, and I was like, "There's no God, so who cares?" Yeah. <laughs> he, made, he made me a nihilist. Unless like you do something, minutes. there's no comeuppance. So do something. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. That like I, uh, I think I mean when I lay in bed and think about where the universe is, you know that scary yeah. thing. Yep. That fright. That I get the same sensation when I think about where everything started. Yeah. I can't know. There's no way to know. You know, there's it's funny no way that, to know. It's funny, that, but we're here, it's funny to look at it that way because we're in a position to explore that other area. Yeah, where does the universe end? Which I've never, you know, I, just thinking about it started to freak me out. That feeling of being on a rock, floating in space, yeah. rotating a, a burning rock. The only thing scarier than a rock is a burning it's a rock. Burning rock that we're rotating, and then we have telescopes and technology and satellites and, and rovers and all that stuff, but we've only touched how far out, and then there's. Even further. And what's past that? Is it just white grid paper at some yeah, point? You know yeah. what I mean? Where the, like, the universe has stopped bleeding under yeah. this notepad? It's just the training and, level from what a is Street Fighter. They're like existing. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, you just go to the training level. <laughs> that's all it is. It's crazy. It's like the idea, like it has to stop at some point, but it can't. Right. Because what's after that? What? Where is nothing? Where is nothing? And what is nothing? Nothing. Uh, there yeah. is no nothing. Ugh, it, like that, it's like, freaking me out, and I understand completely how you just put God at the, on, end, at of the end of that. Him just hugging the universe and what's so the end of nice. his arms? Yeah. Oh, it's so. I nice. want to think we're in one of those globes. That's the universe, and God opens it, and there's a bar in there, right. <laughs> and he makes himself a drink. 
that's that's what I want. That would be one. And like the comfort for us to explore these thoughts, sitting in a beautiful hotel room, you know what I mean? And like and and well fed, yeah, you know, needing nothing, and then having only existential fears, yeah. And then when like to be mad at someone for believing in God when they have like very real fears, where's my next meal coming? With that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. When it's used to oppress, I mean that's a terrible thing. But if, when it's used to comfort. I mean, how could you be mad at someone and like want to right. confront them right. about the security blanket they have? I lie to myself all the time. Yeah, but it's not a different it's series not the of God lie. Yeah, that some people use. It's just like you're fine. That's not testicular cancer. Your back just hurts a little bit. Just all these stupid yeah. the lies you tell yourself to get through the day. But nobody who took one philosophy class <coughs> is going to come confront me about it. Yeah, know? but like, of course. But everybody lies to themselves, and like it's hard to be happy. And I think if you can help yourself be happy. You know, as long as you don't infringe on other people. Yeah. Yeah. That that scene in the... Have you seen The Invention of Lying? No, I haven't seen it. It's uh, it's unbelievably a movie by Ricky Gervais that got made that is like, I'm going to say 70% about how there is no God. But yeah. <laughs> it starts as a lighthearted comedy. I actually really like it. Uh, and then ends with just an exploration of there's no God. Yeah. And there's this scene uh, where he lies about God... To comfort somebody, right? Because he's the only one who can lie. This isn't a spoiler. You could know that and see the movie, and you'll you'll and still, still love appreciate it. on points. And yeah. it's an amazing scene. And every time I see it, I cry. And that actually goes back to what I was going to tell you. I saw the Life of Pi. Yes. And I had Paul Shear, uh, who did the show. He texted me. He was like, "You should see it. It's up your alley." And he was right. I should see it. It is up my alley. And this might mildly be spoilery. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. And I'll try and keep it vague. But basically, the message to me of that movie was, there is no God, but isn't it better to pretend there is? Yeah. And I left the theater and wanted to just disappear. I, 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 it's, it's, if you tell me there's no God, I'll be like, okay, interesting. Yeah. If you go, there's no God, and isn't it better to pretend there is, and like appeal to my need for one, yeah. it, distur- it hits the center of my gong, and yeah, now you're, because you're it, shaking me. Because it reveals why yeah. you want, you crave that, perhaps, the yeah. existence of God. But there's uh, no, I mean, dead, dead, what God is, is such another thing. Why can't, I mean, God can be the same energy as putting on that sweater and gathering around a piano. I that believe, kind of I thing. believe you know, that. that sense of community and yeah. all that. The Jews believe, I mean, God is everywhere. And there's one way to look at that, which is that, like, God is everywhere. You know, so if you masturbate under your bed, you know what I mean? He's right. going to be there, too, right. or whatever. But, but also, but isn't, maybe, isn't God God is ev- maybe God is everything. Maybe God is all these things we can't explain. And uh, you can divorce that from the idea that it's a guy with a beard you know, floating around on a cloud in heaven, like yeah. it's Mario Kart driving around with all the other gods. But he wins yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's close because he's, he's gracious. He's gracious, God. Yeah. yeah, he always wants Buddha, who's kind of the Koopa Troopa of the game. Yeah. Uh, but like that, it's that. It, I mean, it's a way to explain all the all the weird feelings and the and the deja vu and the beautiful. Yeah. I, I don't know. Unexplainable things. Yeah. When you were saying, I was like, I think I think that this these conversations. And similar to gathering around the piano in the sweaters, yeah. And similar to playing Pac-Man, and similar to jerking off under your bed. Uh, I feel like God is in all of those things. When you're saying God is watching you jerk off, I'm like, uh, maybe God's also you jerking off. Like maybe, maybe it is you. Maybe jerking you're off. you're participating yeah. in a symphony that when you pull out far enough, you see. Maybe it's the idea that an orgasm feels good. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that, just even that alone. 
And the and the aggressive fuck you atheist would be like, well, it's not. It's been used to subjugate and build systems to empower yeah, you yeah, know yeah. x amounts of people. And fine, yes, it yeah, has. That's true. Yes, it has. And if it wasn't God, it would have been anything else because that yeah. is, you know that seems to be human nature, right? We'll find a way to destroy. Uh, different people, women, right. gay people, uh, anything, different people, injured people, like disabled people. Right. We'll find a way to be assholes. Eugenics. Like, you, know, yeah. you can, like, this, and this is, I mean, there are, I mean, the fact that eugenics and it was used to, you know, help prop up ideas involved in the Holocaust doesn't, doesn't erase all the bad things that happened in the name of religion, but it's just proof that bad we'll things happen. We'll find something. We'll find yeah. something. And religion... And I, I, I just like to go on the record. I completely agree. Someone emailed me something very disturbing about, like, here's some of the shit religion's done. And yeah. it was all the God hates fag stuff. It was all the, like, two teenage boys killed for being gay right. in, uh, in Iraq or something. Terrible, terrible shit. Of course. Terrible shit. And it, it, we're not letting the religious God off the hook or anything. But uh, it is. It is. It, nobody's ever said that before. It's interesting that we will find a way. Yeah. Uh, whether it's a cult and a leader or some or a, or a government or a regime and ideology, we'll find a way to fuck shit up. <laughs> Always, people will. They will. They will fuck shit up. <laughs> Oh, 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 fucking it up. Is it God? Is it, is it me? Did I do that? Oh, Stephen Urkel. Oh, Stefan Urkel. Liam Neeson killing Hitler. Uh, I have a very specific set of skills. Uh, oh, I went on the machine. I went. I was trying to go back to kill Hitler. Came out of Stefan Urkel. I, I fucked Laura instead of ending the war. Instead of ending the war, I just fucked Laura. It was awesome. No regrets. <laughs> Keep it mysterious. That's what Agatha Christie. Keep, keep it, it Christie. Keep it Christie. <laughs>
Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. And to you as well, Ian Caramel. And a happy Holocaust. Let's, we have no Let's make sure we didn't. Sometimes we sing as cats, by the way. <laughs> Do we just hit stop? Do we hit stop. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 